Okay, guys, episode six, an off-track experience. We're here with oh, probably one of the, have to be the, the quickest Scottish rider on the scene at the moment. He's been racing World Cups for, how many years have you been racing World Cups for? Uh, eight. eight. Eight years now. He's uh, been on factory teams, been with some of the top mountain bike races in the world. Now he's doing his own thing. We're here to sit down with him. Greg Willieskin, how are we? <laughs> Good, bro. Um, right, where man. are we? What are we doing? Uh, well, a bit of a sad story. Uh, we're here on Coley Night in Valdezol, but I haven't raced today, so I won't be racing. You actually sound quite sad. I'm actually pretty sad. But, but were you less sad when you saw it started piss down rain, pissing down rain? <sighs> to be honest, like I, I loved it when it rained this morning. So, I, was... I, dude, I, I don't get how Scottish people like Reese Wilson the whole time is like, I hope it just drizzles all week. <laughs> And I'm just like, why? Like, why do you want this to happen? And then, oh, I don't get it. And then, yeah. nah. To be honest, like, I do like it when it's dry, but um, like, I preferred it this morning in the rain to yesterday, in the dry. Like, it was too dry yesterday. Yeah, it was pretty dry. But that's like when there's big deep holes and you kind of can get lost in them. Yeah. But I feel like you either cannot want that, but you don't have to want rain for sure. For sure. Yeah, like, it's when you can't see those roots and rocks up there, it's like... Yeah, but when you see them now, they're, like, glistening, (laughs) bright, like... At least you know they're coming. (laughs) Yeah, but you, like, see it, and then you hit it, and then you die. Where before, if you kind of just, like... Maybe I just, like, not knowing what's there. Yeah, for sure. But you're saying it's a sad night. Why Why is it a sad night? Yeah, sad night. uh, Basically, well, you might have seen it, Leger crashed, and uh, actually rolled up a helmet when I did that. And a uh, fairly big hit to my head, but um, I actually had one at National Champs last week as well. Yeah. So that's two big hits in like close to, you know, 10 days, one week. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of like I didn't feel right yesterday. Yeah. And I didn't really know what was up. It was just like really strange feeling. I was quite irritable. I was like had a headache and stuff like that. And I actually went and got checked out and pretty much got told I got a concussion so and it kind of made sense looking at the symptoms so I'm glad I've kind of figured out what was kind of bothering me and what was up but at the same time now I won't race this weekend yeah. and possibly not next. Did the did the marshal or medics or whatever say you couldn't race or you just like yeah the, they were just like no nah, it's not happening. Yeah the doctor was like no like not happy to like sign you off to race. Yeah. So uh and he was like spot on guy actually, real good Italian doctor. So because sometimes you get doctors and you're like, oh, do they? Actually yeah. Like, what know? do you actually know? Like, yeah. But like this guy was pretty dialed and um, yeah, it was good because uh, and also he yeah kind of got like a real sore neck still from it. Yeah. Kind of a delayed like kind of I don't know if it's trauma or like yeah but, uh, I think that's what I think Ethan, Ethan Sandro's got the same kind of thing that's where right. he had like two big hits yeah and then it's like not really caught up with him until mm-hmm. well yeah. he's yeah well he's still not back is he so no he's like, not here now so yeah shout but out to him but that's like, that's a big thing because I um I got knocked out where was I at Fort William mm-hmm. and then like that was that was bad I think I was out for like two minutes or something Really? And then, I was funny, even the next day, I was like, went to the medics and all that, and I was still in my head, I was like, I'm still going to race. Yeah. And like, everyone knew that I wasn't going to race, but in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be all good. <laughs> That's I've been out for two minutes, and the, um, the next day, I go to the medics, and like, 
you're not racing. Like, no way you're racing. And, like, at the time, I was so angry. I was like, well, like, I was more upset than angry, but I was like, Cause you, what? Because yeah. I, I felt fine. Exactly. But that was yeah. the thing. And then even the week after, I felt fine, and I was riding, and I was going so slow. Like, yeah. I felt like I was going quick. That was a scary thing. That I'm like, I don't feel, exactly. I don't feel any different. But I was getting overtaken by people in gardening gloves. So I'm just like, we're, we're, not, we're not up to pace. But it was, even with that, like literally every day was like a good 25% better. Sure. Like for the first day, it was like, even watch footage of me, I was like, oh my God, like what am I doing? And then even by finals, I don't think I was 100% right. But from where I started, it was still all good. But the scary thing was, I um, in, then in the off season, I actually... Um, I was just riding my hardtail out in the street and I was just like kind of doing cutties betting in breaks yeah. and I didn't have a helmet on. I was just like on this road, like kind of doing like cutties. And then I woke up back inside like t- five no. minutes later and I like w- lost my bars, hit my head, knocked myself out, like fucked my side of my face up. And I don't know how long I was out for. Like I was, I literally don't remember walking back to my house, which is probably 200 meters away. We're walking inside, sitting down. And my housemates were like, what happened? And I was like, what do you mean? My face is literally pissing blood. I didn't know like what was going on. Thought it was the morning when it was the night. Like it was like five in the afternoon. So that was like two big hits, like turn your brain off, big hits mm-hmm. in within six months. And I still even think now that there was some things that people like will remind me of and they'll be like, oh, you remember this? And I'll be like, no idea, like no really? clue. And I'm normally pretty good with that kind of stuff. So that like yeah. that scared me a bit when I was like, okay, you've got to actually really that's the one thing yeah. like if you've got like a sore foot or like sore anything you can kind of be like okay I'll race and I'll just For deal sure. with the pain but like you say if you hit your head mm-hmm. like you hear a bit like boxes that yeah, they'll get knocked they'll get knocked out to, yeah you need to keep track of these and you need to like really be careful because you're starting to see these head injuries that really affect people later down the line and it's funny you say that I've actually got a kind of what's well, similar story like the only other concussion I've had was a, a street race I did yeah. I went with Nico Mali when I was on the that's track. Why, that's why I do that. I know. I've, I've got a pack with myself. This, never straight racing. Never. Well, this is how I learned. So uh, we went out to Taxico, it was, in Mexico. And uh, there's actually no other thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> like reminiscing to a straight <laughs> oh, race. Dude. Like, yeah, this was a while ago. Uh, so I went, to, I went out to Nico's at the end of the season. And uh, we had a bit of fun in America. And then we went out to Mexico did the street race and the finish line jump was like a big wooden kicker on cobblestones yeah. with a dirt yeah landing. perfect what every rider dreams of <laughs> exactly <laughs> and like we hit it uh, first run i was like geez that thing was sketchy and it's pretty big as yeah. well i was like oh god and then turned out as we were going up for our second runs they moved it back did they no, tell no, you? no they moved it forward and never told us oh. and it was just like what so uh literally i came in Probably like gave it half a crank extra as well, just because I was a little bit short in the yeah. first one, just to be sweet. And there, uh, went into a massive nosedive. And then I can remember just looking at the like cobblestones I was about to land on, and like <laughs> ate it. Like I'm talking like well, big knockout. And uh, don't really remember that afternoon. Yeah, like, I woke up in hospital, had a catheter up. <laughs> really, you know. And I was just like... What is that for? What's that CP? If you need to pee while you're at like... Yeah. I guess, yeah. I was on a drip and stuff, I guess. So, yeah, it was like just to keep you... Do you reckon they're like real rough if you're out? Because like, oh, this guy's out. Like, you're not going to feel <laughs> well, this. Or do you reckon they're just like real like... Dude, I bet. Not... Well, I woke up in a hospital in Mexico. Imagine if you woke up <laughs> as they were doing it, oh, not I... knowing where you were. 
in my. Oh, well, you think you'd have no hell? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> where you are. But yeah, like, you're in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So was that um, your first and last street race? That was my first and last street race, and yeah. But I. But how long do you reckon that took you to recover from that? Well, luckily it was at the end of the season, as I say, but I was fighting good to go, but I guess I had the whole winter to kind of. Yeah, well, you go straight into your off season, yeah, just yeah. like chill. And, but geez, that was pretty big shock because, well, I actually found out later that like, Brendan was there. Yeah. And he said I got up and was speaking to him, but he could tell like I wasn't like normal. Yeah, that's the thing. I remember I walked back inside when I did mine mm-hmm. and I was speaking to them as I come to. Yeah. So I'm like. I was kind of like, what? Like, what's happening? Yeah. And so I felt like you're in, it feels like you're dreaming. It feels like you're in a dream. And then you kind of like, you wake up from the dream, but you're still in it. And you're just like, oh shit, like, this, is, this isn't good. Yeah, crazy. But like, yeah, literally from, it was crazy, but it was so vivid. I remember flying through the air, going into the cobbles. Yeah, and that, like, when I knocked myself out for William, I remember, I heard the tire pop. Really? The, I remember the tire pop and I heard the rim hit the dirt. And that's my last memory. But I've knocked oh, yeah. myself out before and I can't remember like way before. Like, I can't remember like 10 minutes before. I remember like, going out to like a jump and then I remember like I'll be on the ground but that I literally heard the tire pop heard the rim hit the dirt and then woke up looking up at the sky like I, well it felt like ages but I think it was like two minutes or something and it was right under the lift where everyone goes so everyone just seeing me apparently <laughs> like I crashed in that turn the real high speed turn and then full ragdolled over the lip because really? I, I was in between the jump when I of like when I came of course like well is this the same place that Luke crashed this year yeah where Luke crashed this year yeah and I crashed had- I crashed um, there again this year as well. No. Yeah, I jumped, I came in and like, <laughs> I came in and I like That's ran it. a bit wide yeah. and I jumped and I full pulled and just, just missed the downer, jumped into the trees, literally hit the trees, tomahawk, like threw my goggles off, got like, but I, it was all soft there. It was yeah. like that soft, like, Pete. yeah, what was Pete. it called? Pete. Pete yeah. So I landed in Pete, so I was soaked, <laughs> but I was fine. But these like, <laughs> this lady was screaming that she thought I was dead. Yeah. Because I literally hit, like jumped into a pine tree, tomahawked. <laughs> Got up and like you know when you, I was a bit winded, so that was yeah. the only thing. But you know you're waiting for a pain to like set in yeah. somewhere, and it just nothing. And I was really? like, I'm all good. <laughs> and then I was like, this this turn, this jump, it just needs to <laughs> fuck off, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, that, and that's where they put the speed trap. Like that's the fastest bit of the track. Like, yeah, I know. Crazy that's, man. It's like you're gang. It's like sixty there. something k's straight to your head. Not good. <laughs> anyway, so you're bummed about that because you obviously missed quality. Yeah. What, like, surely there's a party that's like, okay, this is, I, I think, I don't know if this is true, I'll probably get roasted for this, but I heard Mark Wallace open the gate, hop back in the lift, went down, yeah. didn't do his quality run, so, which I joke about doing that all the time, yeah. but I think he actually, he did it. Well, I watched him, and I seen him do it, but uh, he might have been, like, limping as well, so I'm not sure. Could have been a reason behind it. Could have been it. a reason behind it, but, like, I wouldn't blame a guy that's, like, so protective, like not many of them scored points. But, but this is the thing, okay? So for anyone that doesn't know, the top because it goes from sixty down to one, and then from one down up to how many, like one hundred and fifty right. or whoever's here. So I, I'd say probably the first thirty riders went down, and then they had a, like it was still a bit wet, but nowhere near as wet as the no, next I thirty. Started just about ten riders into them. I'd say you'd say it was ten riders. I, in. I, I it was like drizzling, but drizzling, but, but not, not like we were at the top and it was drizzling, and then we're at the top. I think it was about 20, because I know Jack said the guy in front of him, I think Jacob Dixon or something. Yeah. He was in the gate and then it just started ha- like just bucketing down. Yeah. So I was yeah, at the top yeah, about like getting ready to go and then it just started hammering down for maybe, or oh, maybe another, ten, oh, I don't know, five minutes or so. Yeah. And then we all went 
And then it was just carnage. Like, it was literally fucking carnage. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to be smart. I'm just going to be smooth, stay on my bike. First, literally first straight in the woods, just tomahawk. <laughs> corking the shit out of my leg. Somehow didn't break my bike. Just covered in mud, like, yeah. moto grips, like mud on my hands. So I just had moto grips. So I stopped, got a drink of water, washed my grips, followed people down, yeah. got to the bottom. I got DNF though, even though I finished. Really? Yeah, because I think annoying. I think if you because apparently I had a pretty good first split because I think the first split's right where I crashed. Right. And then they got rid of it all because apparently I didn't finish even though I did. Did you pull out of the track? Well, I went off the track to get my shit yeah. together and then hop back on. The Marshall. I didn't cut it. I just went off and back on. I went back on mm. where I went off. So. Mm. Know. Anyway, Interesting. <laughs> anyway, if any anyone knows the, the facts, I actually don't know where if people can comment on a podcast because yeah. I don't I haven't read any mean comments besides people that message. Thanks to everyone that messages me, by the way. Like it does <laughs> mean a lot. We're gonna get t-shirts made soon. It's gonna be amazing. But that's one thing I like about podcasts. There's no negativity or shit. Or if there is, I can't find it. So yeah, like pink bait comments. Dude. Oh, dude, pink bait. <laughs> oh man, I don't think you should read comments like about really anything. No. Like, I feel like you see people that get, like, to a certain stage of, like, fame or whatever, mm-hmm. and then people think, oh, because they're so famous, I can say what I want to them, and, like, they won't, like, I, I don't know if they expect them not to see it, yeah. or, like, they think if they do see it, they don't care, but I'm like, they're just people doing yeah. something, and it's like, Dude, what, yeah. like, it just say, imagine if they said this to people, like, in person, in, in the pits, imagine yeah. if some guy came up to me from Pinkbike, that's literally been talking shit about me in Pinkbike, and just came up to me, and he's like, Dude, you suck at riding. Like, why they put you on the team? I would rather them do that though, because I'd be like, dude, like, I would have a conversation with them. And exactly. like, but on on like on comments, it's just like they say it, and then they go back to their fucking world, and they don't think anything comes of it. Dude, My, they think they can hide behind their keyboard. Yeah, they just literally hop yeah. on the keyboard. But like, what? Like, what kind of worst people are people that just put negativity out in line? I'm like, what are you doing? The best thing I do, or the favorite thing I do, is when. Um, People like if let's just say they're like an article or put up a video on Pink Bike and people hate on it or say something, yeah. I'll just act sad and just be like, uh, like I honestly am like it's a pretty yeah. shitty thing, but I'll just like I'll reply to them and be like, okay, like this has made me feel shit, and they'll be, and then they always backpedal. They yeah. always go like, oh man, like I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> it's like, a good way to do you're, it. you're all good, yeah. and like because I don't want to be the guy that, like has a go at them. It's just like, yeah, anger. Does your fit in what like? Yeah, that's what they probably yeah. want. But I'm like. You don't want to kick a sad dog, and I'll just be the sad dog for a bit. And then they're like, "Oh, he's all right." He's like, "Guys, no one make fun of Dino. He's he's sensitive." No, very sensitive. But I, someone they had something about when I got on Scott. Someone's like, "Why, like Scott being such a big factory? Why don't they put some good riders on or something?" Yeah. And I was just like, "Comment." I was like, "Man, I'm trying really hard. Like, I thought I was doing all right last year. Like, I got a, I got a podium." And like, and it's like, "Oh man, like you're really good." I just like think they should do. I'm like, oh, "Fuck it." Shut up. Oh, I, I reckon half the people if they aren't gonna. Unless they're better than the people they're talking about, then sit down. But then you're a dick if you're better than someone, then you talk down on them. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you can't, just don't talk shit. I just don't reply. <laughs> if you oh. see it and you're just like, cool. Oh, dude. Uh, someone, what did Jack did? I did a video with Jack, I just filmed an e bike video. Yeah. And some guy oh. just comments on it, it's like, e bikes suck, get on a normal bike. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> why like what possesses someone to just see this and be like why go I hate I hate e-bikes that much that I'm going to comment on this guy's thing and then I think Jack was like you're wigging or something and yeah. then he's just, like, it just got in this like little you're weird de- weird debate about e-bikes and I'm like dude I froth e-bikes I'm like yeah. I don't get it's like 29ers and everyone like people need to hate on it I'm like why it's like a bike we like bikes yeah. an e-bike just makes you do what you like for longer Mm-hmm. Imagine it's like Viagra. People, imagine people hate on Viagra. It's like, 
I feel like it's like hating on Viagra but loving sex, and it's yeah. just like, yeah, where's the in between? Where's the in between? It's like, <laughs> yeah, Eva just makes you go longer. That's all. It's just a little. That's how they should market them. Yeah, that <laughs> Viagra and Eva. I don't know, but, but yeah, no. anyone at home that honestly, I, all it is is. Uh, well, people, it's funny just now because it's like a competition. He's got the sickest e-bike right now in the pits. Yeah. And it's like, whichever bike man. So it's basically just down to like low-key jealousy. <laughs> Me and Jack talk all the time. We're like, how good is when we're going to retire? We're just going to literally just be e-bike guys. Definitely. Just go cruising. Hopefully they make like just some real fast ones. Well, I've, I've been talking to my um, my dad and I think with Tesla, they're already dropping like just for, just say the weight of a battery. They can half the weight with same power. Really? So imagine when our bikes weigh 16 kilos, but they can go for 100 k's. Like by the time I retire, I'm hoping that is yeah. That's what we got to look forward to. Yeah, but we just went and like rode the XE course. I'm like, I don't like the like XE is not that fun. Yeah. I had a, like, you just go faster everywhere, and you don't get tired. Well, you get tired still, but I'll go like on a 45k ride instead of yeah. like a 20k ride and be just as fucked by the end of it. Definitely. Definitely. I'm really ranting on about e-bikes. This is actually yeah. actually we've turned this into an ad for e-bikes. Yeah, we should probably stop that. No, why? No, no. Like, you can't read the actually, bad comments. E-bikes. Uh, you know Senan from Race Only Springs, right? Who? Senan. No. Irish guy with the Race Only Springs. Oh yeah. yeah. He uh he put a post uh, about e-bikes, and they're having a series off the side of MXGPs. Really? Where they're running e-bikes like e-bikes. Yeah, yeah. Like around like motocross tracks. Like, and there's going to be a race that, I'm all for that that's how four cross might make him come yeah. back put e-bikes make him race down then make him race yeah. back up yeah but like he was like what do people think about this and it's like well it's actually going to be really boring to watch but like imagine if they did have fast ones it would just be insane oh like, man they could actually maybe clear the jumps you still got to like he's still got to be fit because it, it I think like puts in what you put, like put in kind of thing dude yeah that's going to be fun. I wonder when there's going to be like e-bike downhill. Because there's e-bike in enduro now. It's an EWS, I think. Yeah. Um, an e-bike category. In Asia, they have them, I think. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I'm, I'm selling my trail bike. All I'm riding in the off-season is e-bikes. <laughs> and this little kid I help out got real sad the other day because he wants to go trail riding with me. He's like, yeah. what are you going to do when, if you just got an e-bike? And I was like, I'll just turn it off and ride with you. Or just have it on eco and just cruise. <laughs> Crack the whip on you while we're going. That's it. Well, that's what they do with the cross-country guys, don't they? Like, a lot of the coaches have yeah. e-bikes. Yeah, my coach back home says it's awesome. Because like, when I was riding my normal bike, he just rides like, e-bike with me. Yeah. And it's just like... I'm much, yeah, I'm much fitter. Yeah, I'm much fitter than him, but he can, like, obviously ride with me. And my brother as well. My brother got one. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, a, I'm way fitter than my brother. And to be honest, most of the people I ride with at home, I'm a lot fitter than. Like, they just have normal jobs. and do yeah. not, and Like, they're just normal people. They just barely ride bikes, just ride on the weekend. So then, when he got an e-bike, I'm like, "Well, I've got someone to ride with now," because mm-hmm. he just puts his on eco and cruises, and then does all the descents so, and everything. I'm like, "Okay, so I've got someone to ride with now." Even when we've both yeah. got e-bikes now, we both just go riding. E-bikes. I'm like, "The best thing ever!" <laughs> oh, that is cool. Eh? Like, it's definitely opened up a whole new like, and a whole new like kind of like motivation to just go out and not like just kill yourself. Yeah, like, just yeah. Go and have some fun. And just like, but this and is ride way more. I hate how people are like, "Oh, it's too easy." Then, Mike. You just you, you just, do more. You yeah. do more. When I go out, I, I'm just charging the whole time, which yeah. I think replicates downhill more because you're mm-hmm. constantly on it. Where in my normal trail bike, I'll just kind of like spin for, for half sure. of it because you're just like, oh, okay, here's like a little climb. I'll just spin up. Where on e bike, I'm like sprinting up, like wrecked. Yeah. But I get the hill like five seconds instead of thirty. 
and then you, the testosterone go back down. And, and the weight of it as well, I think, helps because, like, better for your upper body, everything. Mm-hmm. Really selling e-bikes right now. Yeah, I know. Everyone at home, <laughs> after listening to this podcast, <laughs> go buy an e-bike. We, say we, we get you. I don't we, have one, dude. So you, you don't have one. Yeah, no. And we're you're still <laughs> selling it. <laughs> I need to get in with a make one. So, so yeah, I was going to say, you're listening, uh, let's get it going. Because <laughs> who doesn't have one yet? Everyone, I think it's Santa Cruz don't have one yet. I think they're coming out with one soon. I think you have to be. They're getting that popular. Yeah. Is there any other big brand? Does Saracen have an e bike? Do you imagine like when the first people like brought them out and everyone's like, e bikes, that's not going to be a thing. It was kind of like that. Yeah. It's like when thing. I was on Cube, they were, I believe they were one of the first people to have like good more. Like really? They had, they had one of the first like Bosch motors, I think. And then, and, they were, and then like, I think most of them have. It was funny how people Shimano don't like, now, people so. don't like change. People hate change. Yeah. It's like, as soon as you say like, okay, we're going to do something different. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same. It's like, people yeah. want to change like something on my bike or something. It's funny how much you hate it at the start. And then you look back at it and be like, fuck was I doing with that? Like you have, I don't know. Dude, I know I seen someone with a, with a old Darno bike at, um, at the weekend and it was in Morzine. And they had one of those old, like, E13, like, big bash rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to think we're sick. You used to think we're so sick. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, how did, when did that go out of fashion? Or when did we stop running, like, big bash cards? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever, um, have you ever sold, like, had an old bike that you've either kept or sold to someone and then just say two years, three years later, you pop back on it and you're just like, how did I ride this thing fast? Yeah. I I had an old um, intense Sokum. Mm-hmm. And I sold it to a mate. Anyway, somehow, it was like years later, maybe three years later or something, he still had it. And we went somewhere, I sat on it. And I was like, I read this thing fast. Like, this, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it feels like retarded. Or like narrow bars. As narrow well. bars, the Dude. head angle, super steep. The shock was like blown to shit. Right. And you're like, I'm, I couldn't ride this thing now. Yeah. I literally couldn't do it. Well, it was uh, Leger. We were watching um, Burrell's uh, World Champs run. Mm. And it was like, dude, like, that bike looked fairly rickety in bits, and it was like, but it was like definitely like we were obviously state of the art at the time. But yeah. like, like if, imagine if you tried to race that now, like oh. you'd be like, what is this? How is this working? I swear, one thing though, we because we keep riding the same tracks, and it does the tracks don't change. Because I look at footage back at Mont Saint Anne, yeah, and I was like, I can see why they were riding these rickety bikes down this track because <laughs> the track wasn't that bad. Yeah. Like half of it's kind of like fire road and there's yeah. like a few flat Family bits. Cars, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> now we've got literally minefields we've got to ride yeah. in. So the bikes have like got to get up to date with that. Yeah. Like imagine if we went and rode like a brand new new track at St. Anne on our bikes. You'd be like, this is this, exactly. is, this is gravy. Well, where does it stop as well? Because like we were talking about this yesterday. Like we're in Val de Sol here. And like, would you say this is like the roughest it's been? Yeah, yeah. I, like, push- I, I would say as well. Yeah. But a few people argued that 2016 Worlds was maybe the roughest, but that was like, pretty bad. That was pretty bad, but like it, I would say it was a little bit rougher and the roughest possibly I've, I've ever raced. It is pretty bad. Not that racing. Because like, think about it, we're still racing the same sections we raced back then, besides mm-hmm. a few little bits here and there. So I'm like, if we raced that three years ago yeah. and now we're racing it again on the same thing, how was it rougher back then? Yeah. It's the same thing with less dirt, more rocks, like, more roots. Super physical, super demanding. Like, it's funny how we go to like this track is completely different to like Leger, but then the same guys still do yeah. real well and you're like, it's so, it's such a, you think there might be like some guy, random guy coming, yeah. even though there's a kind of a few that might mm-hmm. do better at certain things, but it is always a kind of the same for sure. Same guy there. It'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow. 
how nervous do you reckon Joe Breeden is right now? <laughs> so Joe Breeden qualified first because he was one of the guys down the first 30. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's our Sick. last guy down the hill tomorrow. Yeah. I reckon that's cool. I'm, that's awesome. But yeah, I like, kind of almost feel for Joe because I'm like, that's a lot more nah. added pressure. Nah. Dude, that is... Pre- it's, I, it's pressure, but, like, fucking run with that. Like, imagine, because maybe sick. he's laid it down. Just went 1-1, one, one, just, like, yeah. right my ass. Here, who knows, like, rain could happen tomorrow, like, and it could clear <laughs> up, or, you're, like, you know, oh. it's this is racing, and, uh, like, I think it's cool, and it is also bad. This, I don't like this quality row. Like, have we got the 30, then the, t- the 20, then the rest of the guys? Do you reckon it should just be from like 150 down to one mm-hmm. and just go that don't yeah. do don't split it in the middle exactly i think just same it's it's confusing i was with a few guys like there that aren't exactly like they know what happens in downhill yeah and they were confused you know? yeah they haven't been at a lot of them recently it, I, do, I do yeah i can see it because I, I don't just, i think it should be number one comes down last because it builds a race yeah before so okay. it's like it builds up a hype because i hate like when i just say it was first to last how it was. Well, number one to 150 or whatever. Yeah. And then I'd just be like 18th or something. I'd come down and you'd be like six seconds back or 10 seconds back. And you'd be and like, you'd know where, where you'd be. Yeah. No, you, I, you'd know where you'd be. You wouldn't know where you'd be. Well, you'd, you'd have an idea of where you'd be, right? When you came in. Like, no, I thought it was worse. Because oh, really? you'd, you'd come down, you'd be like eight seconds back, but you'd kind of be like, where am I kind of thing. Oh, where, sorry. Well, I feel yeah. like now, because I'd come down, just say you come down in first, it's like, well, I'm in first now, and then you can kind of see right. who beat yeah, you. Yeah. Where you're at. So you get more of an idea, I think. Of course, yeah. But before it was kind of like, where am I kind of thing, and then like, who's done what, and you kind of got no idea. Yeah, sit for that. Yeah, but I think it's see. cool coming down and like going into being fastest, even though like obviously you probably won't end up being fastest in the end, but you're kind of like, well, I'm fastest now, and then you can see who beat you, and it kind of gives you a better... Yeah, idea of like where you're at or like I don't know you don't, not just looking at a result sheet exactly. you know, another like half an hour or 20 minutes or whatever mm-hmm. so I think but like you say I think it would be cool if they did run 150 back to 1 mm-hmm. instead of this what is it 60 down to 1 and then yeah like yeah I like that in a way but it'd just be a bit less confusing if it wasn't like that yeah yeah extra just yeah what do you think about the top 60 rule while, while we're on it top 60 rule top 60 rule is cool you're into it. Um, I don't mind it. It's uh, it's not bad. Um, but do you think for like up and coming riders that are getting into it, they should like? Because I know for my first World Cups when I qualified, I was qualifying like sixty fourth and like yep. in that seventy bracket. And I'm just thinking for guys coming from juniors coming in, you kind of mm. not quite confident. You kind of have those like yeah, like then, twenty riders, a lot of riders out of the out of the mix. Yeah, no, so, for sure it is. Yeah, one thing I'm not so much of a fan of is the protection rule from last the year before yeah yeah i i'm not really into that either and that's that's good to hear from you because like no offense but well you've you've like gained from that right no no i've never been top 10 overall no my best is 12th i thought you were in that top 10 sorry no 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 but i think it's like you see when people because someone can have a really good year yeah and then have a real shit year i'm like they're having a shit year they don't need to be protected for the whole thing right where i'm like most of the good riders, or mm-hmm. pretty much all the good riders that should be in the top 10. You know, the cream rides to the top. Yeah, yeah they're always there anyway. So yeah, it's just annoying when you get... Because I've been 19th for the last... Like, I've been 19th three races this year. So mm-hmm. I've been protected. Yeah. I think like 16th, 17th for the last protected ones. Yeah. So I'm like, just I'm in the top 20. Just give me... like I'm <laughs> top 20 in the world. Give me... Give me yeah. like Let me in there. Exactly. But yeah, I've been well, lucky because... Like, through a truck today. Yeah, I know. 19th didn't get in. Exactly. And then it's just like, I wouldn't have got in. 
I had a big crash. I was on the ground. I wouldn't have got in. I'm pretty happy. I've been protected uh, three times this year. I've used them twice. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Ca- well, I was protected it once and I, I was cashed I it in. It and, yeah. I wonder if I, I, like, I would have crashed. But... It's like, oh, it's definitely less nerve wracking being at the top when you just like got that pain in my back pocket. Yeah. Yeah, you want to just like get some points and. But that's the thing. I'm like, the... go. But that's like the whole thing at the top. Like, I should have just opened the gate and turned around because I'm like, I don't think I'm like I'm not I'm mm. not gonna not that good of a wet rider. Right. This track was sketchy, dangerous. But I think you'd probably get looked at as a bit of a pussy, which I'd probably think I was a bit of a pussy at the same time. But I'm like, I'm not gonna get any points. It's gonna dry up tomorrow. Yeah. Why don't I just pack it up and go back? Like I'm just yeah. It's sure. just because even after it's hindsight as well. And yeah, yeah. Like... Looking back now, I don't, wouldn't have a sore leg. Yeah. I, I didn't learn anything from right. Even after I yeah. started cruising down after I crashed. Like, I wasn't going hard or anything, and then I always crashed, like, another three times. And I'm like, imagine if I crashed afterwards and actually really hurt myself. Yeah. But there you go. Like, that's experience, and that's what's... You could, you know, you could have that in your back pocket, like, say, for, for like, future reference. Mm. When you have this crazy weather where the, they held the qualifying... Well, I was thinking now, if like I was protected in another race, and just a similar situation where, like, it was dry and the rain came in, mm-hmm. and if it bucketed down just before I went, I'd probably just call it. Yeah. I'd be like, well... Half the field's gone down dry. Yeah. I'm not going to get top 20. I'm not going to get any points. Mm-hmm. There's no point of risk, like risking an injury right now. So yeah, yeah. pack it up. Save some energy and go for it. The next yeah. Time. Probably look like a boss as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> or just open the yeah. gate and stop in the first corner and yeah. just cheer for everyone. Just be that like cheer squad. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Even when I stopped today, like because I kept, I didn't want to hold anyone up. So I just kept letting people go by. Yeah. And I was like, we'll drop in behind them. And then I, I dropped in behind Brooke. And my brakes were super loud. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, I don't want to like stay behind him and put him off. So I like stopped again and let him go like 100 meters ahead, then kept going. Yeah. And then just, I would just stop and let people, because I didn't want to go through a section and have like Danny Hart or someone just like crash into me and fuck their day up. So I was like very mindful of like letting yeah, people go I'm, through. I'm always the same. Yeah. Like when I crashed in Leger, I, would, I picked myself, I was a bit winded, got back up, and I was like, shit, like. When's the next race? Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then I waited for them. And it's like, geez, they're taking a while. <laughs> I guess yeah. Go. <laughs> Did you hear Blinky crashed mm-hmm. and he kept going and he was like getting sketchy. Thomas caught him. He let Thomas go past and then he got 61st or 62nd. No. Yeah. Which is like good. He like let Thomas go by and like was a G in that regard. Jeez. But fuck, you'd be kicking yourself and you just like just yeah. got the trip, kept going. I know. But dude, that's like how, I don't know. With these races, it's actually fucked how like, you can crash and get up and get... At Cairns, I crashed three times and Windmasters overtook me and I still qualified. No way. Yeah. (laughs) Who gets overtaken at a World Cup and (laughs) still qualifies? He qualified... He passed me... Okay, this is a good... Probably the best thing. (laughs) Passed me just before, like, you drop down the massive pedal at the bottom. It's like, right, I passed my... Oh, shit. At the pedal? Just before when you drop down the gully and then do a step up. So he passed me there and I was like, oh, my day's over. I'm like, I'll just finish. Anyway, I keep going. Crash straight after he overtakes me, like slide down my stomach, get up, pedal, barely even get over the step up, yeah. cross the line like angry as, and then they're like, oh, you still got in. You got 75th. And I'm just like, what the fuck was everyone else doing? Like, I'm, I'm like, I felt yeah. like it's fucking spastic. And I'm like, if I got down. That was a crazy race. Oh, like. man. I think it was like a mi- it was like a minute something back from first to like like eightieth was a minute something. No way. Yeah, I think he was forty seconds. Really? From first to sixtieth, forty seconds. Then we go back from to Leger first to sixtieth with ten seconds. Yeah, that was crazy. It is. It is pretty crazy. Mm. Oh, anyway, we want to talk about um, 
you were on uh, Cube. How many years were you on Cube? Two years. Two years. Two years. 16 and 17. Oh, you were on 17 as well? Yeah. Because you had your really good year the first year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yes. I remember being at home. Because you got two six, didn't you? Back to back? Was it back to back six? Um, I got six yeah. at Leo Gang. Yeah, I was six. Mm. Yeah, six at Leo Gang. And then six were. Well, six at Cairns and then six at. Uh, oh, I had the wet one. Gang. And seventh at Fort William, I think. Yeah, yeah. So you just. Sne- oh, just. Yeah. Sneaking around that top, yeah, that, yeah. that podium. It was so, yeah, it was so cool. Like it was a really good time, but like, yeah, just things were clicking. And uh, I remember watching you at Leo game. I remember one line before the motorway. You did some funky ass line. Yeah. I don't know why I can remember that now, but I'm like, Greg's on it. Like you know, when someone's like you're confident, you yeah. can just ride shit, even if it's not the best line. But you're confident, you just ride it better. Like it might not be the best thing, but you just like, oh, that's my thing. No, for sure. Like I was like super confident. I. Was, I actually remember walking the track that, uh, I kind of, yeah, I walked the track Saturday night and I seen that line. Yeah. And I was like, shit, like, no one's doing that. There's like no tire marks on it. Yeah. And then I didn't actually want to do it in yeah. practice in case someone's seen it. Yeah. And I did it for the race and it worked out. It worked out good. I always think about that. Like, like, you see a good yeah. line and you don't see tire marks and you're like, is no one doing it because it sucks? Is no one doing it because everyone else is not seeing it? <laughs> yeah. I'm, it's so funny. It's funny. Remember that was one. I remember that clearly that no one was doing it, and then you did it. Look really good. And I remember at Wyndham one year, Bryson did this inside inside after the road gap, yeah. and no one was doing it. And then the next year, it was like a rut for me because everyone did it. I'm yeah. like, how did no one pick that? And there's yeah. another one at Mont Saint Anne one year before the Bottom Rock Garden. Sam Hill did this random grass line, and yeah. everyone else is just like, why didn't I do that? And it looks so much better. And you're just like, yeah, how is there 150 riders here, and he's the only one? that was like, yeah, that's a thing. But I think as well, like you say with confidence, when you know you're like, because you know when you're kind of like puzzling a bit and you're yeah. like, is this it? Is that not? It's like good when you go to a track and you're like, that's the line, I'm going to do that. It's going to be fastest. You don't, you don't, question a, yeah, you don't ask someone, oh, where are you going? What are you doing? Because you're like, I don't care what you're doing. Exactly. What I'm yeah. doing is the, that's where you it's should be. It's a pretty sweet feeling. That, like, it is a good feeling. Like, yeah. No, I like that. And I always, I always kind of like to think outside the box as much as I can, like online. Even yeah. this weekend, like, you know, you've got the first straight into that rock yeah, roller. Yeah, yeah. Like, and everyone's going, like, round the outside. Yeah. Like, I was going over that rock. In the left? Like, on the left. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. going, like, straight at it. Yeah. And you can actually make up a fair amount of time just by hitting that whole straight. Yeah, Like, yeah, inside, I get you. inside, then off the rock. Yeah. And you actually don't lose that much time, but I don't see many guys doing it. It's fine. Yeah, I was, I looked, because I was doing that in 15. That's why no one was doing it in 15. Yeah. Because it was a bit of a different exit, but I was like, it just worked. Yeah. And like, I remember no one else was doing it. And I was like, no, it feels good. I'm going to keep doing it. And then this year I looked at it and I was like, I don't know. There's no real lines. And then I kind of questioned myself and then started following um, Chuck and we're going to the middle. I'm like, this doesn't feel that good. So I just tried it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, fuck, like why was I even, why yeah. didn't I just do that to start with? Because it yeah. was just, it worked better. Yeah. But it's funny how you get that little voice in your head. It's like, yeah. oh, no. Just try it. Just, just do it. You get FOMO as well. You get serious FOMO yeah. when you see everyone doing a line. Oh, dude. Oh, I got serious FOMO at uh, Valnord. That gap. Uh, the, uh, nah, I've, I've, I've been wanting to do that for years. Like, me and George have talked about yeah. that. Like, they're ages. Yeah. Every year since we've gone there, we're just I like, did, like everyone pulled the trigger this year. I was like, did you do it? I actually never. I never did it either. I, like, even I knew... even going there, I was like, I'm gonna do that gap this year. Like talking myself yeah. into it. Yeah. Well, I basically watched uh, Flope, uh pretty bad. <laughs> did you hear what he did? No. He, he did it and then just blew up down that valley. The next bit. And I was like, 
Oh, yeah. Dude, I was like, and it obviously wasn't like quicker. So no, I was just like, well, I'm just going to like. Well, I, I, I watched there like, for a while and I think I saw BK pulled it and then I think Troy squashed it. Yeah. And I was like, nothing. And then I came into it and I'm like, I can literally come into this pretty much no breaks and barely even have to squash. And it's like you get land there and then you kind of jump the hole they were landing mm-hmm. in as well. You don't get unsettled. Or... And you don't, you don't stress about it. Yeah. Because that's one thing. If you're doing it, you're kind of like, sometimes it makes you do the section better because you're like, okay, I've got to nail this to get it. Yeah. And other times you think about, I've got to nail this to get it. And then you'll fuck something else up, like just before it. You're thinking about it before you get to it. Or you're, yeah, you'll be yeah. jumping off the bridge before it. Be like, oh, I've got to do this gap soon. And then you're like, fucking <laughs> water it and go over the bar. <laughs> so, yeah, do don't, don't get me me. Yeah. But so, what did you get in overall that year? In six, was uh, I was thinking I was 16. In overall? Uh, Something like that, yeah, or eighteen. Did you know the best end of the year? I can't remember what happened. I never had the best end of the year. I had a lot of like problems. I Lenzer Hyde was the first year we went there. I had a few big crashes and actually sliced my knee open. Yeah. And like had to get stitches during practice and then went back up and it was just like, you know, it wasn't nice. Yeah, yeah. It was like every time I flexed my knee I could feel them like ripping the skin. It was just like so that was quite Annoying considering you're like, I had the six play overall, yeah. So I was just like, oh. watching it drop away, yeah, pretty much. You got a world's though, didn't you? Did eighth year, yeah, yeah, year that year, there's, yeah. there's a few top tens, a few top tens, but fuck. and like the podiums always kind of like eluded me, which is I'm the opposite. Now. I, can't, I can't get a top ten unless it's a podium. <laughs> like, I've got, I think I've got like five or six top tens. <laughs> no, I've got, I think I've got five top tens and three of them are podiums. No way. And they're like top three podiums, so two thirds well, a second, and then two ten. Away some of my top tens. Oh, for but I was like, I just want to be consistent and get like, a, I mm-hmm. wanted to get like two top tens in a row. Like that was my goal last year and then this year because I always do well and then we'll blow up or do something shit. Yeah. So I got tenth at Leger, so I'm like, if I get another tenth, like that's pretty much feels like a podium to me. Yeah. It feels like really good. For sure. Or an eighth or an ninth. Like, Dude, if you get a tenth now, it's killer. Like but you guys want, are. Yeah, I know. Like, everyone's the levels just jumped up. Yeah. But I just want to be like consistent for once and not just be like okay I'm on it this weekend oh I fuck up or like you just want to be can, like have a get a roll going for sure because in 15 it was funny like after I got my podium at Lenzer Height after that I was consistent but I was like 14th and then 13th and then 15th and then 14th and I was like for the rest of the year which is all good results but I'm just like I don't know like I just want to be <laughs> yeah. that little bit quicker kind of thing yeah <laughs> but I like the whole consistent thing like I kept my like I kept getting like the same results and my number just kept dropping down because everyone else was mucking, like fucking up and I was just like, well, I'll just chip away at this. Yeah. It's cool. That but then cool. what um, what happened 17? I can't really 17? remember your 17. I don't know why I can remember 16 so well. but 17. Yeah, well, 16 was like a bit of... Because especially I like, well, it was coming off the, the back of tripod racing, which was like my first main deal. And uh, yeah, then going into 16, it was kind of like I struggled to get a ride off the back of my sort of track right track. and I was like mm. there was a few options but then I met the Cuban Bliss guys actually at EWS yeah. in Finale which yeah. was random like I literally went out there to try an EWS because it was quite a new thing at the time and I wanted to see yeah. how they were run and what it was like and uh, yeah so that was fun and then I uh, met them and kind of got to talking and then we actually did like a heap of testing and helped develop their bike and yeah that was super fun time. Like I never really, because at Trek they're pretty dialed with most of the things, and if any of the kind of calls were made to changing the bike, it was like maybe Brooke or yeah, yeah. Nico, my teammates that were kind of had a bit more experience and knowledge in that sort of area. Uh, so I kind of 
got to make a lot of the changes there. Yeah. Talking with Michael, the en- their engineer there. So that was that was really cool to like kind of like change things. Yeah, be a part of it. Yeah, and like make things quicker for yeah, yeah, for yourself. For me and yeah, Max and Matt on the team were yeah, we all kind of worked. So it was uh, and it worked out like yeah, we seen good results that year, and then seventeen was just kind of. I don't know if I should talk about this, but yeah, it was like it basically, as as things happen when you start to get better, like they want to, at the time we want to sign a, they want to sign a multi-year deal. Yeah, and it kind it's of funny how that comes out when you're like, oh, I've got some good results now. Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I actually got some really cool offers from like some top teams. Yeah, yeah, like top top teams, and I was like, shit, like this is is this actually happening? Yeah, like, yeah, and so and they were kind of really pushing hard and like to the point where it was just getting a bit sour. Like it was, it wasn't like a nice environment for me. Well, this so, is a cube store. In cube store. Yeah. yeah. So it just, it was a shame, but like still like, and I'm, yeah, we kind of like went through a period where it was kind of rough. Like, yeah. Like, uh, like these things happen, you know, like it, everyone thinks like riding a bike, it's easy and that, but we do actually sometimes have some, pretty shit times and well it's funny the stuff that comes behind it when you don't like you don't see and it's funny how people see like what they think like they get like this impression because you put up this like facade that it's all good yeah but like you don't want to really shit can people like say you don't want to be sour about it because then especially you see how people interpret things because you don't want to just go bitching and saying how like something's shit because then it's just like you sound like you're bitching even though they don't know the full story exactly and you do have a pretty unique job and they are giving you this all like awesome opportunity but at the same time doesn't mean like it should be any different than a job or yeah it is a job it's a normal job you work for an employer exactly do a job it should be like you should be treated fairly and at all yeah yeah and people should just look at because that's one thing i feel like you get with some people they they feel like they give you the world Mm -hmm. when really deep down it's just like you look at what they actually have given you and the value you give back and like how it all works yeah it's just like especially when like yeah. especially when you first get into it as well because you don't think you expect a lot either so like anything's really good and then I feel like sometimes they can use that against you in a way because they're like we've given you so much but it's just like yeah. at the time you thought like at the time you're like, like that's the, you've given me they are giving me a lot but then exactly. you kind of look back at where you are and like well you you kind of went through like a similar thing right like, yeah that was that was funny because my, my actual my best year at a World Cup circuit to date was in 2015 yeah and like i wasn't getting paid you were killing it like like yeah. lewds you came out right and it was like no no that was that was my that? second year really yeah yeah yeah. well i wasn't getting paid either <laughs> so i i never yeah, yeah so my um but my, my uh what was that no that was yeah that was, no, was yeah it yeah, was 2015 i qualified fifth yeah but the year before, Mark I had as well, right? Mark. Yeah, Mark was doing well. We were both yeah. doing well. We weren't, weren't getting paid anything. Stevie and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sick. But it was funny because I was like, because um, 2014 wasn't a good year. I just, I, yeah. I honestly was nervous. I was nervous to get on the team with Steve Smith. Like, that played on my mind a lot. So I was like, back in my head, I'm like, oh, I need to perform. Like, I just didn't act. My, I wasn't myself. I was no. like, got all this pressure. I'm like, on a factory ride, all these people expecting stuff from me. I was exactly got Steve, I got Steve Smith on the team. Like, he just won the overall. Yeah. I got the fastest guy in the world, and I'm just like this kid that's like, "What? What are you gonna do? Like, show us what your best you've got, kind of thing." So I struggled a lot, and literally just didn't have fun, and just kind of fell in, like just kind of imploded. I kind of found my form towards the end a little bit, yeah. 
but by then it was like not that much. I wasn't even sure if they wanted to put me on the next year, but yeah, that's the thing. I was exactly the same with with Brooke. Like, I was yeah, like, it's a big I was deal. Like, Shit, like Brooke McDonald, like like yeah, TV, it's like, like it's a Red it's a big guy, name, like, yeah. And I was like, you do just kind of it's weird. You're kind of nervous and you want to like prove yourself and you want yeah. to you want to like be like them, but it comes across yeah weird. yeah it is hard because it's hard when you're like not really <laughs> sure where you kind of sit and like how like how to act and it makes it harder because then you're not yourself you don't ride exactly. like yourself yeah but that was the first year 2014 which kind of sucked and then 15 i kind of just came out and was just like well don't do that again kind of got to know stevie and mark a bit more got to know everyone on the team so i came out i qualified fifth at the first round which i was just kind of like i remember my mechanic um at the time was kind of like i think he thought i was shit like, because the year before, every race I, like, would crash or get, like, like maybe a 50th or something. Really? And then I came out and got fifth. It was so funny. I remember him so clearly. Like, at the start of the week, he's like, yeah, like, kind of, like, not really getting into it. Yeah. And I qualify fifth, and he's like, shine my bike. And he's, like, getting all hyped up. And he'll go up the top. And, Giving a wee pat on the bum. Yeah, dude. It was just funny. Like, how I, like, I was like, yeah, I can actually ride a bike. Like, I'm, I don't suck. So that happened. And then the whole the whole year was just, like, kind of building and then I got my the podium and then yeah. that kind of was like okay we're like we, we can do this like we're here and then I was consistent for the rest of the year but like you say like even then I was like I was getting flights accommodation and two bikes like that was my contract which like at the time I'm like that's like I don't think you should deserve much more coming out of juniors like you're not really proven yeah. yet so I did that that's crazy it, I, didn't, I had no idea like yeah, that's, okay. that's what I do. I was working a full time job at home, and everyone's yeah. like, "You can't do well at World Cups and work." And I was like, "No, you just got to balance it and work it out." Exactly. But I did that, and like that was kind of a shock. And then I did get a lot of attention because I think at the time, like I was like the fastest like up and coming rider. Like I was in front of like Loris and Luca and like all these top guys. Like I was like the kind of the guy that was leading the charge. So I got a lot of attention from a lot of teams, which I was like, I didn't want to like leave Da Vinci because I didn't want to just be like, oh. Like, they helped me, they started it, and I don't want to just back, jump ship. But there was, like, a few things that were, like, I feel like could have got done better and a few, like, other things. And then I had the opportunity to go to Intense, and a big selling point was Jack. Like, me and Jack have been racing since we were 14 years old. So I was yeah. like, that was a big thing. And I had a few other things I'd do, and I was like, okay, um, I, like, I want to go. Like, I think it's it's going to be better. I think, like, it should be all good. So anyway, I told Da Vinci that I want to leave. Yeah thinking that like that'd be okay all good like they've literally got podiums out of me for not like well for playing tickets yeah. and a couple of bikes so i thought they'd be all good with it turns out it wasn't quite gonna go down that road so we had we had a bit of dilemma with that so i told them i said like okay i'm gonna leave i'm gonna go to intense can we get like is it all good anyway with the contract they had like an optional year on me which most people do anyway most people with an optional year they've got a match whatever another team offers you and yeah. if they match it and they get the first they like you you've got to stay with them that's how it works so they get what is it first uh, writer's refusal whatever yeah. so anyway um intense gave me an offer all this stuff and then i send it to them and they go oh okay sweet well we're not going to match that but we want you to stay mm-hmm. and i was kind of like oh like well I have, that's not how it works kind of thing yeah. anyway the contract was a bit loosely worded so it was kind of like they had some kind of loopholes anyway i got some help was it half like French or half French? No, it wasn't half French. It was just like they didn't have a direct... Okay, so when I got the contract, I kind of was kind of young and dumb and just like a contract signed, didn't really go over it, even though I thought I was still covered. Yeah. But how it was worded was kind of a bit loose. Right. Anyway, they didn't have to match what Intense had offered. 
and it with anything. Yeah. So anyway, I said, oh, well, I want to leave. Like, why, why can't I leave? Anyway, it came down to that they thought I was, um, like, for the, for the, they didn't want me to leave without paying a certain amount, which they said was covered the, the, my flights and my, like, accommodation, everything for the past two years. Yeah. Which I thought was a bit rude seeing as, like, I've got the podiums and, like, it would, I got them exposure and all that. Like, you can't, yeah. you can't just take all that back. Yeah. So, anyway, for that, I think it worked out that I had to pay them, like, 20 grand or something to buy out of a contract that I wasn't paid anything for. Right. So... That actually, I was quite, I got, I, I came close to, I was just going to retire. Well, I was just going to have a year off because yeah. I was just going to say, well, I'm not paying it. Yeah. But then I wouldn't go to intense. I would have just had 2016. I wouldn't have raced. Yeah. And then the next year, but then like, where do you start? Like, do you just tell intense, I'll oh, wait a year and I'll come back after this is exactly. all turned out. So that happened. And then it was quite bad because that happened. So I had to get a loan to pay that. And then actually I had a, a broke one of my front teeth as well. Yeah. So I had to get them fixed, which was another 10 K. So I literally had a 30 grand loan yeah. and I was pretty sour in mountain biking then. I was just like, I've worked so hard to get to this point. I've yeah. gone podiums, I've done everything right. And now I've been put in like a hole to like dig my way out of. And I was just like, like why do this? Why not do something else? So I was very, um, I was, yeah, very, it was actually pretty upsetting. Like I just remember being yeah. like, what, like what have I done to deserve this? And like, was, uh, yeah, no, I was yeah. just in I was just in a bad place for like a, actually like a long time leading into 2016. Yeah, I don't think people quite realize like that happens to a lot of sports people like uh, yeah. anxiety and stuff like that. It's it's really like people are only starting to talk about it now. I feel, but like, it's oh, like okay. but it's just like you get into some pretty dark places. Yeah, which I, sucks, like, I remember I didn't even like train that hard going like this was a, another bad thing because then going into 16, I felt like I was like so angry at kind of the sport and yeah. then I didn't probably train as hard as I could have and I kind of just try to like I guess party and just try and have a good time because I was like well fuck that I don't want to think about that kind of exactly, thing yeah. and I kind of just like put mountain biking I guess aside yeah. even though I've like finally kind of made it I guess and then I was just like kind of fuck it at the same time mm-hmm. so I came in 2016 and I was like underprepared I wasn't fit enough I wasn't focused enough and I kind of struggled then as well and I was just like like what's going on here like yeah. you finally kind of and then I wanted to get back that form from 15 and it just wasn't there and the whole year was like a bit of a struggle and then it's it slowly got better and better and like feel like in a good place now but it's just funny how you can just it's, set yeah. back like that and no, then, it's, it's so crazy you're saying that because I've literally been through a really similar sort of stage and it's like yeah it's it's such a weird kind of zone to be in that it does kind of it's it's going to sound pretty cliche, but it does make you stronger. Yeah. And you do kind of like, you always kind of remember that time and be like, oh shit. Man. Yeah. Yeah. This is all good. Like, Well, I'm all good with it now. Like I'll still see yeah. people at Da Vinci and I'm not like, I'm not going to be no. negative against it because I'm just like, Hey, you're doing business, you're a company, whatever. Like this is what you wanted to do. I signed the contract. If I was smarter, I would have, I was, exactly. I shouldn't have done it, but you ain't gonna I can't have to speak twice. Yeah. Right? That's the yeah. thing. I'm not going to go, exactly. go through that again, but I'm just like, Hey, that's what you want to do. I, I'm not going to be, what's the point of being angry about it? It's exactly. just like, it's done, it's happened, but I know, You're young, ki- young kid at like, the time. So I'd say that's pretty like, good of you to just go out there and even pay the loan. Like, a lot of, a lot of people might have just, you know. Being like, been, I'm done, yeah. Yeah, like there's loads of good riders. I remember, was it Reese Willemys? Like, yeah, like, yeah, guys yeah. like that, like, like, where did they go? Like, I thought they were such good riders. And, and they kind of just dropped off, yeah. yeah. I think like, that's a lot of people, like, in like in Australia, I feel like a lot of people, like, it's so far away to, like, come over here and race and, like... Really? you got to yeah. put so much into it. 
true. Like that's one thing with me. I like even in seventeen, um, I didn't think I was going to get a ride. Yeah. Like the, if I didn't think I was going to get a ride for eighteen, just because I just was struggling again. And I think the second at St. Anne literally just like kind of saved it because yeah. it kind of not even the fact that I got second like that was good, but then it kind of gave me this re birth of like Absolutely. okay this i can do like even though i know like i think i could have got a top 10 then yeah. i'm not gonna kid anyone like i wasn't fast enough to get second rain definitely helped <laughs> god was god helped a lot that day <laughs> um but like just the fact like going to stand on a podium and getting that feeling back and then i remember i came here at the end of 17 i was like back in the mix like i remember i actually crashed here but my splits were like top 10 the whole way down then i went to cans and got 12th at world and i was like okay like yeah we, we can still do this and then i got a ride and then going into 18, I just remember being like, I'm doing everything I possibly can because I thought this was gone. Like, I literally thought, I remember being at home yeah. and um, being and I like... I remember you saying, you were like, dude, yeah, what, I was like, what's happening next year? You were like... Dude, I, t- I, t- I talked to my dad and I was like, okay, if I don't get a right, can I work for you again? Like, literally making yeah. plans like that. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I had two weeks after Worlds where, like, no, nothing. Like, I had no deals, nothing lined up. And I was like, maybe intense will come to me but I wasn't sure and then I was like if they don't do I want to go privateer and do this on my own back or do I want to get like another European tough. team and I was like I don't know if I do like that's the thing like I didn't know if I wanted to just go do start from scratch totally. again it's... anyway I remember Bernat Guardi called me and he's like no we want you on the team again all good and I remember from that day I was like okay I'm putting everything into this yeah. like I'm not like no stone unturned like I'm going in hard doing it properly <laughs> went and saw my coach like the next day I'm like I got a deal we're going hard, like we're training hard, doing everything right. And that was leading into Croatia. And I remember coming to Croatia and then I went from like this shitty last year to like qualified second, yeah. went down the hill last, still got third on the podium. And I was like, okay, if I do all the shit right, yeah. it does work. Like, And that's sure. a big thing because I think a lot of people are like, is my best good enough? Mm-hmm. And you never really know. And I even thought that kind of in 16, 17. I was like, is it kind of good enough? But it's like, I wasn't trying to like I was I didn't put in everything I could have and then you go into 18 I did and it paid off and I was like okay we're yeah. good like I we, like if I do all the work be smart train properly rest properly eat properly I can be I can mix it with the top guy absolutely so it's like I know once yeah. you get once you know that I feel like it makes it easier because yeah. then you're like even though it's still fucking hard yeah. like it's never it's never going to be easy like <laughs> nah, that's the thing it's always it. going to be hard but you've always got in your back pocket that's like okay I have done it before I can do it again yeah where some people go the whole career not being able to do it and they're always I feel like they tell themselves like can I kind of do it like and you're like I hate when people are like oh I could have been the top mm-hmm. could have been the best if I trained hard it could have been the best if I rode better <laughs> yeah. lines like I'm like yeah. y- you can't just say yeah. that you got to do it exactly and until you yeah until you actually do do it just like shut the fuck up yeah get your notepad Sit out down. start taking notes start <laughs> going to the gym start doing curls yeah for sure but it is funny it's funny how you are like You've got to put in so much work to make it easy, but then once you do it all, it does seem easy. Like yeah. once you go to the gym every morning at five a.m. and once you do like a hundred k road rides, like then you get to a race and you're like shit, like this is easy. Like my arms are good, my legs yeah. are good. Like I'm just, you've got that confidence and you're going in. Because I keep telling people, like confidence is better than any gym session you can do. Absolutely, but, and it's like kind of like the chicken and the egg thing. It's like what came first, the confidence or like going mm. to the gym and training and doing this. But it's like you've got to use one to get the other exactly. but then once you've got it all together you're just like it's easy oh dude it's like you don't even have to work it's like I remember telling I was talking to Loris one time in Whistler we were at yeah. some nightclub and it was after he got his first podium oh yeah and I was talking to him and I was like dude it's easy isn't it and he's just like well not easy but I'm like 
you're it's like not like he runs anything special yeah. like you just do a run but you just nail it yeah. and it just seems easy because you nail everything like i remember when i got my first podium it was like i just had a decent run but i remember i've had runs like that all the time i got 20th yeah but i'm just like this one just seemed to work yeah and then it's just like you just get that confidence roll going yeah. and as soon as you realize like that's all it takes or that's mm. like just getting into that zone yeah it's like then you just roll with it don't you yeah so yeah it's all about getting in that zone yeah. Well, it's so funny. You see it all. You see it with Sam. You saw it with Bryce. Then you see it with yeah. Gwen. It's like you. It's yeah. like a snowball seen, effect. You've seen it with Bruni. Like just Bruni now, now Amory, Amory now. Like it's because it's so it's crazy. It's yeah. like so powerful. Because like, they're not getting any fitter during the season. They're not no. getting any stronger. They're just like, like it's such a mental yeah. thing. Yeah, crazy. But no, it is a pretty cool thing. Um, another thing. Do you um. Do you think, are you on the world you're, team? You're smiling. I am smiling. We're getting, getting pumped up. Dude, here we are. I can play the sun's out now as well. So I hope we got a dry day tomorrow. I was going to say, um, I know it's not it's not released yet, but do you think you're on the world's team? For it's Great really Britain? close. It's Who's really it close. close with? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's basically quite a few of us like on the bubble. Why isn't there a Scottish? Why isn't world's, there a world's yeah. champs. Well, we're united. Yeah, but I called you British like yeah, yeah. an hour ago and you just jumped down my throat, but apparently you, you go called me English, bro. <laughs> What's the difference? No, well, there isn't much of a difference, really. We're, Are you on the yeah, Great Britain World like, team? It's just like What you, jersey do you wear like when you race at Worlds? New Zealand, bro. No, I don't wear a, Do I wear a New Zealand jersey at Worlds? <laughs> Are we de- de- divided by saying, sea? Like, you called me Scottish English, that's kind of the... No, it's not. It's not that bad. I don't, I don't really get bothered by it. It's just, something just happened. No, that wasn't bad. I think we're still recording. Yeah, we're still going. I don't know what the band was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got some mail, maybe. <laughs> but who, um, yeah, who's in the bubble? Yeah, bubble. Me, Reese Wilson, and like, I think, well, there was a few of us, like Bernard and Phil. Yeah, but they, those two have just hurt their wrists, so I'm not so sure. So they might not be in there. I What's your best sure. result this year? I had 12th. Isn't it a top twelve? Like the criteria or something? Top shit? twenty. Top twenty. Yeah, I think we got top thirty for us. Really? I think so. How many? How many guys are going? We got eight this year. Eight. Eight. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's Troy. It's um. It's not Troy. How's it eight? It's Connor, Troy, me, Jack, Mick, uh, Jackson, Frew, and then Ollie and Benny's War. Really? Uh, yeah. We got seven. I think we've always ta- for some reason I think I don't know why we get eight. Why the heck are we only taking seven? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but who? Um, but no, normally the world champ like like carries an extra rider, um, or the world champ always goes. Yeah, because um, I know but, like like uh, Bruni he doesn't count as a rider for France yeah. because he's already world champion. Yeah, the French team must be stacked just now. I think Flo got a top ten one year, and they didn't take him because they said they had new up and coming riders that they wanted to like. <laughs> They yeah. said, and I'm like, how is there's, that fair? There's some crazy things going on. Basically, yeah, even our panel for our, we don't even know who it is. You know, like oh. we have one main point of call, which is like Michael Vickers, and he's great. He does a lot for us, like downhill and British cycling. Yeah. Like way more than I think they realize even. Yeah. But um, there's him, and then we basically have like anonymous guest board of directors. Yeah, maybe yeah. Kind of like that make decisions at the top. And, uh, yeah, we just kind of, we just got an email the other week there. I'm not even sure I should say this, but, yeah, we got an extension for this race. They yeah, wanted, I heard, they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they wanted to, like, prolong it a bit more. 
So, uh, and then basically put it to the riders. Yeah. If you had a problem with that, then please like get in touch. Yeah. And so one rider got back to them and said, "Yeah, I do have a problem with this. Like, I, I wouldn't want that to happen." Yeah. So they we then got a following email. That's how I know this is. And they can said, it, "Yeah, we're we're not gonna count it, but we will still like let you know." the deadline which is like the 6th or 8th of this month so <laughs> so yeah. they could count it really so like the, yeah like, like, I think we're not well, counting it yeah we're not counting it but like say if like well G. Atherton he had serious form at the end of last year yeah and he never went to Worlds and yeah yeah he, I know yeah there's of, all the complaints about that yeah. yeah they kind of kicked up a fuss about that rightly so he was on form because he got second at um Brez, didn't he that's right and uh that is it's a tough thing and then uh yeah so it's kind of they don't want to make that mistake again. But yeah, you never know what can happen. But dude, we've we've all got bosses that want to make custom bikes for this race, and you've got to get back to yeah. sponsors yeah. and stuff like that. You can't. So you can't leave it too late. Like we're getting pretty close now, and dude, they did. I know. I was talking to Patrice. Mm-hmm. That he had a junior on his team. They didn't announce it till after the Valdesol World Cup Finals here. I think a, two weeks later, Jeez. Worlds were in Cairns. Yeah. And they selected this kid because he did a good result. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's too late. Yeah. It's way too late. Yeah, because, like, yeah, Uno and, yeah, Fastest and people like that, they're, they're like, yeah, what's the plan? Like, you, I think it should have been after the Le Brez. Yeah. Um, not Le Brez. Yeah. Leger, yeah. Leger, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then it's like, you've got heaps of time, you can yeah. organize it. Because imagine people now, like, do I go to Worlds and then it's like yeah. people might not go to work if they're it's not like, selected to Worlds they might not go to uh, Snowshoe either yeah but even flights like if I want to book flights apparently there's like a from the UK anyway yeah. there's a bit of a luggage problem like yeah. they've booked out all the like kind of the bikes and excess baggage yeah so you can't actually book a flight with excess baggage it would just be a passenger yeah so I was like dude what are we how is that what? like well we you're going to Snowshoe either way aren't you yeah so, but it's like, yeah, do I go early or just chill? Dude, exactly. It would suck if it was to, just to go to Snowshoe. I know. Like, I don't like how Champs is, um, the week, like, I, Champs should be the last race of the year. Yeah. That's all or nothing. World's, Throw your money on the table. It's pretty cool like that. And then it's like, oh, I feel like it just takes away from, like, anyone fighting for an overall. Because mm. I'm like, does Loic back off the world? Yeah. Because you might want to, the overall's more important. Cause, like, it's gnarly. Yeah. You, Dude, like I think about that. Like yeah, yeah. I'll be thinking about that going into Worlds, but I'm like, at the same time, I just want to get balls to the wall. <laughs> exactly. This is it. We got we got fucking three and a half minutes. We're going home. Like, yeah. We can do what we want, and sure. no one, no one like. Yeah, after Worlds, like now there's like a big party and big party. Kinda, like, it's like everyone's kind of like, see you next year. Like, yeah, miss some guys. So like, yeah, it's like, oh shit, you can't really. Oh. You gonna snowshoe? How's the snowshoe? Oh man. Yeah, after Worlds, you just want to be done. I remember, like, it's, oh, it's this weight off your shoulders. Mm. Like, it's so funny. You just get to the bottom of Worlds, and you're just like, oh. Especially if you have a good run as well. Oh, totally. Oh, if you have a good run at Worlds, you know, you're done. It's, it's like, like the best off-season ever. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I'm just shit last race, and then you got to plunder on that for however oh, many miles. Don't. <laughs> don't, don't talk about that. Don't do it to uh, It's all right this year, because then you can always have a win at Snowshoe and be yeah. back in the mix. True, true. What are you doing after that? Snowshoe, I'm going home. You're going home? I think I'm going to whistle for a bit, but... Go to uh, US Open. No. California. I'm like, I've done a pack with myself that after Snowshoe, I'm not touching my bike until probably December. Really? Yeah. That's cool. But I'm starting, I'm going to start, because normally I... I miss my bike too much. I always do this though. I say that and then I'm like, if they have a race, I'm going to come up and be like, oh, I'll go there. But then, (laughs) if I do that, it's just all year. 
like yeah. that's a thing and oh, I it must be i that's one thing i never get like must be so hard for you guys like to like go back and then the season's just kicking off well that's the thing it's good and bad because then you kind of get all year racing but then too much of anything it can be bad oh, so totally. it's like you got to balance it well i see so, like, you guys doing like nationals or even cannonball i'm like geez that's Cannibals in December. Yeah, it still seems like so early to us. Yeah, I just kind of just. It's funny though. I go there and kind of just get drunk and have a good time. And it's more to catch. It's just a social thing, hey? yeah. Because like I get sponsored by Threadbow, so they want me there anyway. And I like going there. Like it's a sick event. Yeah, at least but I just I'm going there and I'm never really that fit. I'm never really that like my head's not really. And I'm just kind of there for a good time. So That's sweet. Yeah, I just literally go there and have fun. You're never sure because you. You guys have your national champs or anything? Well? No, national champs champs is in March. So by that oh, time, right. by that that's time, good. I'm like fully into training. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why everyone has it now. I'm like, I will not be racing champs in the Dude, middle of the yeah, season. It sucks. Like, especially when like I had to like come back from Leger to then go and then go back. Like, yeah, directly after. Dude, I think I used to think racing all the time was good. I'm kind of like pick pick like pick the good races you want to do because I feel like mm-hmm. it's a lot of strain on your brain. Yeah, to like compete at the highest level like i think you just want to do a heap of riding and yeah. like even if you're doing time laps by yourself mm-hmm. it's just not that racing environment like we went to um we we're in more and we we're doing time laps and, like i was going hard like pushing yeah but that's completely different than going to race yeah so it's like i don't know just yeah less less little races during because we did crank ropes so that's kind of a big race still yeah. but even that like it was like four william leah gang crank works and then i think we had a week off in yeah, I, I purposely didn't go to Crankworks because I thought it was like too much. It's a yeah, it it's a like, big stint. It's like what, even when I was five ra- five races, six or seven weeks or something. Yeah, two back to well, they're all back to back, right? This yeah, match, so like back to backs gnarly. They are gnarly. Like they, you really have to like focus on like your rest and stuff. Right? Yeah, like, especially when they're too like full on tracks. Like Leger wasn't too bad, but like imagine if it went um, Andorra Valdesol. Like your body. Alone is gonna be beat. Yeah. Before, like, oh, that like it or not. <laughs> yeah, like your body's gonna be fucked. Yeah. Probably brain's gonna be tired from just <laughs> risking your life. Like first track walk this morning. Like first, I mean, it might have, might as well be a track walk. First run today. <laughs> I think I stopped like eight times. But then like everyone was stopped. Yeah. I was like, I've never yeah. seen so many people thinking. What about your first full run? What your first full run? Like, on practice or I did I, I did um I t- actually t- I was practicing yesterday and they were like it was pretty hard to do like a full one but then my time run it wasn't bad yeah I caught Nina Hoffman at the bottom so maybe that's why I had a bit of a rest <laughs> and kept going yeah. like, I didn't have a great time but like I didn't feel too bad yeah and then this morning I did a I just stopped once and I was only like I tried to just stop quick get a breath and then go again so like I wasn't fully recovered and that was pretty gnarly yeah like, I, was, I always find it super hard to like like motivate myself for a full run in time training. Um, yeah, I know. Or in practice, your head's like, never quite in it. Yeah, yeah. You're like, like, you're like go, 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 and you get like tired. You're like, shit. Yeah, like, I'm breathing here. There's nothing like adrenaline in a race run to oh, just be like, so okay. <laughs> yeah, it takes you so much further. Like it's it's sweet. Yeah, it's funny. Even like you feel like you're pushing as hard as in time training, but like you just that adrenaline will just give you that little extra yeah. boost just like that even... NOS button you can press <laughs> yeah. and I just focus way more yeah I focus so much more so good and I wish like even when I was um, I mean riding at home I've been trying to like do like fast full runs and just be like focused and it's funny like I did I was doing some time runs at home and like you know when you do like a few quick times like I'll see if I can go a bit quicker but you might think about three seconds I think I knocked like six seconds off I'm like really? how 
Like, where did I pull that from? But yeah. like, I think you just focus and just really yeah. get into it. And like, you don't feel that much quicker, but it just kind of is. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny how you always like, you have a, a tap time training run and then you go a little bit faster in quality and then you go even faster in racing and you're just like, how did I go eight seconds quicker in my time run when I felt on it for my time run? I know. Yeah. Racing's sick. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? Definitely, uh, definitely makes Highly you recommend. We'd recommend to a friend. Would you? Not at Valdezol, though. Not at Valdezol. Leger. We'll start off at Leger. I like Leger. I can have a sick race. There wasn't much lanes. I don't even care about that, eh? It yeah. was just fucking balls. It was, yeah, it was kind of sweet, I guess, because everyone was on a similar lane. It was like, who was running it faster? Yeah, but it was still like, it was challenging. It wasn't like, I feel like Leo Gang's one line, but it's not really challenging because it's just bike park turns. Like, there's a few yeah. bits that challenge you, but like... For sure. You think about... The thing about Leger, though, is it's like, you've got four different tracks in one. Like, it's like, you've got the high, real super high speed, fast bit, then you've got the slow, technical type, blown out turn. Yeah. And then you've got like a steep, bike parky kind of turn. And then yeah. you've got flat out grass turns. Like, it's all, like, it's yeah. kind of can't. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was sick. And, Even the just... and the French crowd, dude, like, every, yeah, every French yeah, race is sick. Like, you just have a World Cup series in France, <laughs> eh? Yeah. No, that, that was crazy. Like... I, remember, I remember Worlds last year. That was that was in uh, Lenzerheide. Yeah. That was, I remember like whole way down, just people everywhere. Yeah. Was, oh, you weren't there. there. You weren't there, dude. Yeah, it was, because yeah. someone was saying how good the crowd was in Leger, and I was like, I reckon um, Lenzerheide was bigger. Really? But yeah, I reckon it was bigger than that. More people, but like Leger was still, week, still crazy. I love it, like, when you get up Sunday and go up for finals. And there's like a crowd the whole way out, and like I think that lifts you as well. Yeah, like for sure. People talk about how they don't like to like noise and stuff, and you have like earplugs and stuff. <laughs> and I'm just like, I think it's sick. Like if you go through a section, and there's like people screaming your name and getting into them like that. Like I focus up more because of that. Like yeah. I don't, people say they do the opposite, and they no, no, it all brings you on. Like and I love it. Like do you remember Cairns? Yeah, like world champs when yeah. you could literally be in the start gate and it was probably like a hundred meters yeah. down, but it was like switchback steep. You could hear it all into the rock garden, into the rock garden, and it was so loud. Dude. Like, and when you went into it, it was like almost like a amphitheater. Or yeah, it just got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just flipping. You got to try and wear an Aussie jersey as well. Oh, like, it's just the extra dude. sound. This was before my race run. Mick Hanna was like two or three riders in front of me. <laughs> I heard his hot, like I could hear them. They the started whole... chanting before he went out of the start gate. <laughs> I remember like getting goosebumps in the start. Well, I was like two riders back from the start gate and I could get goosebumps because I could hear like the whole, you'd hear him going down the track, how loud it was until the fin, and you could hear him at the finish. So sick. And I'm just like, fuck, like, that kind of pumped me up. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, like shit, this is going to be gnarly. Yeah. But, um, that was cool. Definitely like, yeah, world champs in your home country. Just, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's sick. That'd be a cool thing. I wish Jack got the podium there as well. I know. He got robbed. Got robbed by his, bo- <laughs> got robbed by his boss now. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. That was cool. We need to go to Australia and we need to not go to Cairns or Canberra, though. I, I really enjoyed Cairns. You like, like it? I it don't... It's a super cool place. Like, I do, do I, like the place. I like that we could go to the beach after practice. Like, that was a cool thing. It's like, finish practice, go to the beach, hang out. But yeah. I like the weather. Like, like... Like kind of, I've never really experienced like humidity and like kind of stuff like it's that. It's different. It's totally just, like foreign for me. It's I just cool. feel like we could just find a bit of a better track to go to. Yeah, like it's just it had good bits, maybe just like not big enough. Maybe. Yeah, no, I want to go. This is probably just going to sound like another plug, but I want to go Threadbow, but they just need to make a brand new track because they've got okay. like a Monsanto style kind Classic of hill, original thing. and you could just run some open bits and big grass turns. Yeah. But they just need to have it. Like they need to make a track. 
race it, like do a national on it, and then just close it. Like you can't ride it. So then like you kind of find the lines, what you need to change, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And Almost build it like a few weeks before. Yeah, just have it all fresh yeah. and just open because I've got these massive ski runs, but I think it's because it's all national park. Mm. It's like so anal about like you cut down this little tree and you've got to plant like a million other ferns. And... Yeah. Is Scotland bad like that? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're pretty anal like Forestry Commission and they can be pretty like gnarly stuff. But uh, yeah, no, we've had, we're pretty lucky. We've kind of got like this thing where it's like, right to roam kind of thing you kind of just go where you want and uh you build on like we like to build on deer trails deer tra- oh, like just like, like little walking trails yeah, yeah so yeah. like you can basically just be like oh deer look at that deer go fast <laughs> yeah what about the suspension yeah. that deer's running <laughs> <laughs> that's deer. funny they're real they're real anal at home like i've had these tracks um that I don't know who built them. It wasn't me, but anyway, they all <laughs> they all uh, they all got destroyed the other day. I seen that when you yeah, had to all dude, the steps it's on So <laughs> disheartening. Go to Europe, come oh, back, wow. and like that's good bit of a off season, oh, man. And like I've well, I literally know the person who built these from scratch, and I know he put in a lot of work. Yeah, and like oh, it's just it's just so annoying because it's like we're not hurting anyone. It's in the middle of the forest. Dude, it's like. I know who's this hurting like I'm not doing drugs or selling drugs to kids exactly. and like I'm actually going out doing something like not, I wouldn't say help the community but not hinder it at all and then like they just shut it all down and like yeah. you've got nothing better to do with your time than shut down like mountain yeah. bike tracks in the bush exactly and I was just like it kind of makes me want to move away like move somewhere else with, like, don't even say that because yeah I literally have similar things with like yeah well, well downhill like it's hard to ride downhill in a lot of places now like don't get me like I love enduro and trail trail riding, but like I do just want to ride like pure downhill a lot of the time, mm. and it's so hard to do because yeah, people try to shut it down or yeah tracks of uh, access roads and stuff like that. It's it'll be a real pain, but oh, hopefully man. just like more. I just want to, I just, I just want like, a lift near me, just a lift. I have got Threadbow, but that's yeah um three hours away yeah. And then in the winter, it's obviously a snow, a ski resort. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's not something locally. Like, see all these people that just ride it. Like, oh, I've got like Queenstown in the winter. Oh. Go away, guys. Like, take their phones Even, off even, even in New Zealand, <laughs> they've got like shuttles that just run all the time. Like, in these sick tracks. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah. So you want to get arm pumped because you can ride every day. I try, if I try and go riding, I've like got to get someone to drive me. Yeah. So either I'm trying to like hit up maybe my dad or a friend or someone. Mm-hmm. And then. No one else rides downhill with me around me anymore. I have like these war brothers, and that's it. And like they work normal jobs as well. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so I've got either maybe after work, and then you've got to try. And then it's just like it's just such a hassle. I'm like, I've got to try and organize someone to ride with, to drive my car, to like go to this track, which um, has been shut down now. It's just like, oh, yeah. Sound like we're bitching and complaining, but it just seems like you're just pushing shit uphill and it's just sliding back down. Yeah, it's great, cool though. A lot of my like friends that never really used to ride are kind of getting into it and like kind of adjusting them to it and they're like obviously ride trail bikes and stuff because it's like the easiest yeah. thing and you can do everything with them yeah but then took them like out for a downhill day the other day and it was like pretty yeah, full absolutely on yeah, loved yeah. It. and they're like what is this because it is just kind of like that pure like kind of like that's what you look for when you ride your trail bike right like yeah. it's cool to ride up because well you get getting good fitness you're staying healthy i guess and like <laughs> stuff like that yeah but like you you do it for the descents, don't you? Like, yeah. For that, like, kind of buzz. No, I just climb and so, climb again. It's funny, though, when because I've got mates that do it, 
and yeah. they love it because I'm like, they um, like you think how when we started writing how cool it was, and it's the same for them, and they progress. Like you know when you like you suck. Yeah, it's obviously you've got a, you've got all this room to progress. Making like massive yeah. things, like when you're learning, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, I can see why that'd be cool. Where like if we ride, we're not really getting, but like we're just maintaining where we're at. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't go for a ride and be like, oh shit, I can hit that turn like ten times quicker than I could the other day. And any like progression or anything we do is so incremental. It's kind of hard to yeah. judge. Like sometimes you hit something you're like, oh, like you normally just you're feeling good or you're not. Yeah. Or you're riding that much, you feel stronger, and you can just ride at your top longer i guess you'd yeah. say you never, you never go out and ride and be like Fuck, I, I can actually ride 10 percent better today yeah i'm really cool with it that's why i try to like ski and motocross in the winter because it's like something different and it's like you can pick up yeah. all these like because when you're ready down like sometimes you're just like geez like can i just get better already oh. like, <laughs> i'm making like such little small improvements i hate this is because so when i was at morzine like, I was like, I've got to do a heap of riding. i get my arms strong for Andorra. Mm-hmm. But it's just funny. Like, you ride that way. Like, I was hating it by the end day. Like, I was yeah. doing, like, just day after day. And I hate that, like, you've got to do that to get that strong or that yeah. bike fit and that good. And I'm like, it's like a two-edged sword because I'm like, I'm killing the enjoyment for it, but I'm going to be going quicker. And that's yeah. what happened. I went to Andorra. I, like, did my first run. I'm like, okay, my arms are sweet. Like, I'm yeah. good. I can hang on. But... I didn't even like I wasn't even that kind of keen because I'm yeah. like I've been just I've been laughing out like yeah. I remember my hands like blistering so yeah. fucked in Morzine and I was like how do you how do you do this every day and still like love yeah. it the same have that same because I feel like for like you gain fitness but you lose like desire yeah. at the same time it's like you need for balance sure. life's about balance exactly for sure like but it's, it's definitely hard to get that balance but that that was that, that's probably the best thing you can do is go to somewhere like Morzine and then. Breaking bumps. Breaking bumps. And breaking bumps say It's funny how, like, I reckon it's funny you feel like you're riding shit because you've been doing it, like, you've been just doing it flat out for, like, a week and you don't feel that good, but you actually are getting yeah, a fair bit better. For sure. But then, obviously, it pays off when you go the next round and you're like, okay, I'm, we'll crush it now. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Yeah. I think I need to do that. But what, what about next year? Because have you seen how to schedule the... We've got a massive break in the middle? Yeah, what's that? Like, we start in March, right? Start in March, so we start earlier, for one. Mm-hmm. This is why I said I was going to start running December, because normally I start in Dude, January, but now you need to push that off-season exactly. back. So, it starts uh, then, and then I think we've got Croatia, Maribor, and then that's like a month gap after the crazy. first one. Think about us Aussie people, that's two um, days of flying. Is wait. there a big gap in the middle as well? Yeah, yeah, and then it goes, I think, Andorra... Fort William or vice versa. Yeah. And then there's like two months before St. Anne. Crazy. I'm like, do what I are you going to do then? Well, I was like, do I stay in Europe? Do I go to, I think I might go to Whistler for two weeks before Mont St. Anne, try and get some bike fitness there. See, people always do that, but does that not like mess with like the time zone? Like, what do you mean? Because you're kind of going like to the other side of like oh, it's still North America. It's still going to be out, but I'm like, I can go to Whistler and ride my bike. Even you go to Bromont. Bromont would be cool for Bromont's a bit. Good. Yeah, I did that last year. But I just, I don't want to be in Australia for winter. I was just like, no. I want to be away, but I'm like... I, even when, when does um when does Morsey and that open, do you know? Well, I was surprised. Like, I had to go there and it was like close. So it, it opens pretty late. It wasn't really that much late. before like, Leger and that that it was open. It was like two, three weeks before like, Leger. Is it June, July? Like July? When, when, I think it's June, like end of June. End of June. That's crazy because yeah. we're already like... feels like halfway through season yeah well it is almost like yeah it you is you know like summer solace or whatever summer solace are we in spring now yeah. is it spring 
Spring? Not spring. Um, autumn. No. Isn't it? No. August? No, I'm pretty sure. Does your phone, like, without asking your phone, can you just go on something? It's the 2nd of August. <laughs> no, people are going to think we're so stupid. We don't know. I reckon half the people listening... Well, there's going to be people at home... People will like, be, like, screaming, like, it's full of Was it spring or autumn here, spring at home? I swear someone told me it was spring at home. Oh, my data's jacked up. Sorry, sorry, anyone listening to this, we actually, we, uh, we don't know. Yeah, it's ha- not loading. Because how often do you normally go home during the season? You go home after every race, eh? Pretty much, yeah. Well, I got a motorhome this year. Oh, yeah, you're cruising the motor, you're cruising so, style. So I just, we haven't like... talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> how long have we got? I know, how long have we been? Where, where, where are we up to? Yeah, so. Oh, that's pretty standard. We're, yeah, we'll crack it out. What, an hour 20? Is that standard? I did. Most of them have been over two hours. Really? Yeah. I got shit to say, man. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to be I, on I there. Like, you did, I like once, you, once you open the jar, like, let it all flow out. Yeah. That's cool. Um, um, yeah, but, yeah, so, because you were with, um, you know now. You know. You know. You know. Yeah. You know. Because you know the game. I swear yeah. you can say that either way. So, surely you can say this. So, you're with, you know. I know. Yeah, you're in your own, because we talked about Cube, and then after that, obviously, you've gone to your own program. Yeah, yeah. So and that's... now you're just traveling around doing your own thing. I'll let you, yeah. you, you can talk about what you're doing. Yeah, well, now a cool opportunity came along with, uh, yeah, well, Martin Whiteley was, uh, well, is managing me, and uh, he kind of knew Caesar from when Caesar yeah. used to ride from. He, uh, he basically started chatting, like, you're gonna race this bike yeah. years because like everyone's kind of heard of the Dino ever and like yeah. they were like shit that is like the coolest bike ever and like when's it gonna be raced because he raced it at uh, Andorra for Masters or Champs yeah really and uh, and won it and uh, I always and thought Caesar was real old because he does stuff with Intense so yeah. we got, we met him through that yeah yeah and I just I didn't even know he's he raced no, he's, no, he's and everyone talks about Caesar from Spain I was just thinking he's old <laughs> yeah. like fat like tech like um engineer or something yeah then we met him he's this young girl a young guy with this Asian girlfriend just hanging out this cool ass and I was like <laughs> you are not what I pictured but how's it going how are you doing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a cool he's a cool dude yeah, so he, he raced World Cups he got podiums dude. not a podiums I'm top so what's funny is he's had like a sixth place was his best result oh. so like yeah he's always like to me like you better be my result oh shit <laughs> yeah. like, I've got, you probably so, get six as well like does that count yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no so um, yeah like basically yeah came about with Caesar that we're gonna start this team and that and it was a pretty it was pretty late in the year like it was yeah. hard to get going but uh, we did it and uh, kind of came out to Croatia and it was like we still had a lot of work to do in terms of like we had like a lot of new parts, a lot of new sponsors, and, yeah. And the bike was new to me, but uh, we worked as hard as we could and kind of progressed, and stuff was going well, but not really. The results weren't really showing, yeah. Which was super frustrating, as you know, like when you aren't like when yeah. you feel you're putting in all the work, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was doing it out of a sprinter van that year, and yeah. uh, it was like we're probably have the tiniest budget out of the whole like World Cup teams like for registered UCI teams but we're doing we're trying yeah yeah <laughs> yeah me Jesse my mechanic and Taylor running like just going for it uh but we were basically doing our sprinter van driving to all of them and just uh doing on pretty much minimal budget as I say but, yeah uh get get in there uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're yeah. cracking on now 
We're kind of, yeah, we're cracking on now, but... Where'd geez. you get 12th this year, anyway, by the way? Scotland? 12th was in, um... Friggin', uh... Oh, my God. I can't even think of it. We don't even think. know if it's spring or autumn. We don't even know if it's Andorra. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're coming down. You are really good. Yeah, right? I, at the I bottom, hit, you I, just I, I fell apart. <laughs> don't. Anyway, I'm watching your run. Yeah. I was watching Eddie's run. I was like... Anytime I see a brother start struggling towards the bottom, oh, I'm like, I can feel that pain right there. Dude. I saw Gene's guy, he was falling apart. I was like, this guy's <laughs> just beating people up. Yeah, I, I went for it in the top section and then, uh, and then <laughs> just kind of run out of gas. Yeah, run out of gas. But it was, it was sweet, like, because I literally left nothing on the track. Like, I, I wanted to, like, just go for it. And... I remember watching you because I was, I was real close to you. Like, your yeah. time while you were up yeah, at the Yeah, you were on the hot seat, right? I might have been, I might have just or been off it. Anyway, I was, the times were closed. I don't know if theorem was. Maybe, yeah. anyway. I just remember you're at the top and you're way up. And then I was like slowly wheeling you back in at the bottom. And then you almost went off the berm at the very end or you went over the top of it. Yeah. And I was like, I got him. And then I think you got me by like less than a second or something. I was like, motherfucker. I was like, I don't know the real people back in, but yeah. I was like, I got him. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty yeah. funny. No, it was pretty cool to like see I was 12th and like, Obviously, like, if I never made those, I think I made, like, three mistakes. Yeah, I remember you just, It was, yeah. like, falling apart, yeah. like, and I was just like, fuck, come on, <laughs> pull it together. You got that sixth place in you still. Yeah, that's it. I'm probably just thinking about that podium, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, just, uh, yeah, so, going back to that, uh, yeah, doing that sprinter van, and then we kind of... You've upgraded to motorhome now, yeah. Yeah. Next is motorhome. the full truck. You have a specialised truck at the next yeah. round. <laughs> Yeah, so just progression. It's cool. It's cool. Like me, like my mechanic Jesse, he's so cool. Like he's like one of the best mechanics I've ever had. Like, yeah. He just it's weird. Like when you take you've taken on someone from home, right? Yeah, I have now. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's it's real funny, right? Because it's just weird when I first started working with him because it's like familiar. Yeah, you're real comfortable. Voice, yeah, and, yeah. Like you can talk about stuff that's happening at home. Yeah, yeah. Which is super cool because it's like you kind of have that kind of like starting point and kind of sub like conversation that you can have to take it off the race yeah yeah you just talk about something back yeah yeah oh where are you staying like what's this like what what have you been up to are you been away like you know what he's been up to because he lives like five miles away or whatever like it was funny because my mechanic he got me into racing we were just school together we're in year four no way so like he got me into racing um i think when i was 11 or 12 and he took me to my first downhill race and i'm like that's cool how it's like Dude. flipped around it's funny it's like similar thing like Jesse was like a legend back in the day like I say back in the day sorry <laughs> no. sorry if you're listening <laughs> uh, last he, Tuesday <laughs> yeah. yeah he uh he had this like legendary uh well he's Scottish champion like was so he? he was like yeah he's good and the uh and he also had this like legendary gorge gap like <laughs> like literally like, a, it down. a massive like yeah, cause yeah. he's into like jumps and stuff yeah oh, sorry uh and yeah this legendary gap and uh he like apparently he'd hit it and like a bunch of us as kids like like went up there <laughs> and we bowing down and it's like literally like a canyon like with a little river at the bottom and it's like would you do it now if... no i don't think so like, did he put this down in his resume to be a mechanic yeah. it's like <laughs> scottish national champion can hit big ass gorge gaps it's like you're my man you're good <laughs> <laughs> take my money take my money <laughs> yeah so no nah, it was super cool that like 
But it does make it easy. It's like with Troy and his mechanics. It's just like you, you got a bit more in your own little bubble. And it's yeah. just like and it's good for the team as well because you just you beat the same tickets and we're at home, we're at home and like we got national champ like from national champs like yeah, sure, beforehand it was like my mechanic was from America so it's like okay see you after Worlds see you at the first round yeah you can't test with them you can't do timing you can't yeah. play around with bike setup exactly it's just like you're on your own until the first round and it's like you're at a World Cup oh by the way I want to change this oh by the way I've done this and then it's just like you just got to catch up on exactly. what you've missed out on and then you try to do that while you're trying to win a World Cup which is like you only pile so much into a weekend, so... And, and if they've had a bad trip at home or they're, like, not wanting to be there, yeah. stuff like that, it's, like, it's even worse. Yeah, know? yeah. But, no, it has been cool. Like, we were just talking about yesterday, like, my brother's uh, wedding's coming up. We are talking about, like, his Bucks party because he's good friends with my brother as well. So oh, like, right. Just talking about that at the race, I'm like, that's cool. And it's so... Like, <laughs> Definitely, it's like, like I say, yeah, it's good to have that because you'll just... You'll take it away from that and then when you're focused on the job, you know, you're... Yeah. You're get, trying to get in the zone yeah, and even just like even just traveling like that aspect, you got someone to travel with. Because when I was in the past, I've traveled by myself, mm. which is kind of good in some ways. But then you kind of just want someone, yeah, there in a way. Like I remember I did a flight around, literally around the world. Like I flew flew to Montana, but I went through Europe to get to Montana. No way. So I, it was like three days. I flew from, okay, so I flew from Aubrey, which is my hometown, to Sydney, Sydney to like Dubai, yeah. Dubai to London. Slept overnight in like one of those airport hotels inside the airport. Got up, flew from London to like JFK, and then oh. JFK to. My, it took me three days, Jeez. and I like did that by myself. And then you know you don't really talk to anyone. Yeah. So I felt like I was in like, um, solitary confinement yeah. for like three days because I don't talk to anyone and you're just kind of just like <laughs> in this little bubble yeah. of your own thing. And oh man, I got to say I was so sick and felt so shit, and then I'm just like, nah, fuck this. Or you, yeah, <laughs> or you meet people and you're like. You can't stop talking. You're like, oh, like, oh, there's people I can finally talk to. Yeah, you want to like just get words out. You're yeah, like, like, I've been in my own little bubble in my own head for three days straight. So, oh yeah, but no, that that does it does make it a lot easier. And then I think like I was, we want to talk into um John and Aaron, and, like because mm-hmm. obviously they live with both their mechanics. It's like they can just um, it doesn't take as much to like get stuff out of them. Like you just yeah. know from just literally body language and all that, and they obviously know each other for so long it's just everything just becomes easier for sure it makes everything a lot easier but that is a cool thing i'm glad that yeah scott gave me the opportunity to um to get my own mechanic because i feel like that is so big now that is so big if you want to be around the top because i think there's a lot of trust in that and a lot of like most top guys now have mechanics from back home yeah there's a few that don't but most of them have like someone they're like uh, if not like darcy lives two minutes from my house this is around the corner, but yeah. like other people live kind of similar, but yeah, such a such a big part of it now, which is cool. Yeah. What else we What else we like? Gonna throw anything else in here before we we call it? Um. Anything Anything niggling on your mind? How about you? You got anything you want to ask? Um. <laughs> check my notes. We kind of kind of just been rambling. I just got a message. I've got to go to dinner. Yeah. Same. Like Michael's thing. trying to call me. Oh, so he wants dinner as well. <laughs> so maybe we should probably go to dinner then. What are you having for dinner, bro? Let's talk about that. Um, I don't know. Something <laughs> good. We've got to actually... It's funny. All the French call this... They call her a cooker. It's like if we call someone a cooker back home, like they're a fried person that does drugs and like cooks themselves. <laughs> yeah. And all the French are like, oh, we have a cooker this weekend. And I was like, that's not what you want. Like, you don't need that person. Like, oh I know God. plenty of them at home I try to avoid. Like, you shouldn't get that person on the team. Yeah, you ain't going to want to get tested tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know what she's putting in there. But no, we've got to cook this week and it's, yeah, it makes it easy as well, but... I know, like I was saying, gotta rest my leg a bit more. Maybe go get it iced and strapped up and 
yeah. transferring myself down here tomorrow. What are, you doing? what are you doing tomorrow? Are you just going to go watch at the finish? Or yeah. I'll basically walk go, it? So basically, like the doctor said, three days, like, chill. Yeah. And uh, have your neck in a strain if you can. So just, uh, yeah, yeah minimal movement because my neck's quite bad. So, uh, yeah, basically, we're chilling until we feel better. And then you're going to walk yeah. the track. You don't want to do that. Well, I would just say, well, I, just, I reckon you'd get more keen to ride or you'd be like... No, nah, I'm pretty bummed, to be honest. Like, I would probably... I think I, I'd could... probably watch finals, like, just to kind of, like... You yeah, know, it's good to see. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, the end I'd of the day, pro- I love racing, so... I say this now because I'm not going to do it, but I'm just like, I think it'd be cool to watch just because I never do watch, Yeah. like, people ride anymore. It was, it was really weird because I went and watched the qualifiers and it was like, shit, like, it's really cool to see, like, the emotion and stuff like yeah and the reactions and really yeah no no i get him in the reactions and how yeah, it all yeah. works like but basically um yeah like like he came down and he was like he looked pretty mad like, yeah because he lost a few points i guess to carry on yeah and i was like i never really seen that from him before yeah you know you, you know me to see like the race run like and i feel like that's different in front of everyone like it's a bit more of a i wouldn't say put on but it's like Absolutely. You're not going to act yourself because you're kind of under the spotlight. Exactly. Where now it's like not really people there. It's Yeah, there's half the amount of people there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you get a more real kind of... So that was quite cool to see. Yeah. But uh, this, I'd like to like maybe... Yeah, it's been cool to see a lot of people practicing different stuff this year with like Elliot doing the kind of insight stuff. Yeah, stuff. yeah. There's a lot more of that going on. There's yeah. a lot of heaping podcasts now. People keep telling yeah. me there's like so many good podcasts yeah. now. I'm like, I think I that's good because people get so, like, I, reason I started doing this because I just listen to heaps of them. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I like to talk to people. Oh, you always pick up, like, cool little things about people you know. Yeah, you yeah. Know, so it's like, Biggest yeah. thing for me is I'll talk to people and I'll do some research into them. And then even talking to them, you're like, I didn't know that. I yeah. generally, because I always ask questions that I actually want to know. Yeah. I'm like, if I want to know that, I'm sure someone <laughs> yeah. else back home wants to know that as well. Yeah. So I think it's pretty oh, cool. Oh, I want to know something about you. Well, it hit me. What what's the uh, what's the story with? Uh, is your dad like a helicopter pilot? Yeah, yeah. So, like, what, what does he do? Um, oh, yeah, half on that dad for a second. Okay, <laughs> so when dad was um, dad's a bit of an inventor. So when really? He, when, yeah, when he was younger, he like invent like worked with um his old man did like these things for the back of tractors. He'd grab a things, pick up rocks and stuff. Right. So he did that. that was, didn't really make any money off that, but did a bit of that, and then. I'm not sure how old he was when he actually started. It probably would have been maybe like late 20s, maybe early 30s, something. Something like that, probably late 20s. Around when I was kind of born. Anyway, he invented a portable sawmill. So a sawmill, you like obviously cut slabs and stuff that can break down and go on the back of a car. So they invented that and they just like went off like hotcakes and just sold all around oh, the like, world. Like a tree cutter. Yeah, yeah. So you cut logs. Yeah. So you cut down a tree and then you... You just set the saw around the log. Yeah, yeah. And then you just like... Are they go, go plug in the back of tractors and that like... No, no, you don't plug it. It's like it's own motor. It's like a push thing. So you push the blade through and cut like slabs and logs and cut like boards right. and whatever. So you like push it through. You can turn it and then cut it. So you can cut perfect, perfect logs and cut like boards and make houses and do what you want oh, with right. it. So it was real popular because it was portable. So you could... Uh, people like Papua yeah. New Guinea and all these small countries could buy them, put them on their ute, drive them into the middle of nowhere. Like instead of bring, yeah, instead of bringing wood in, they would just cut the wood there and make the house and make yeah. the, whatever they want to make. Yeah. Anyway, they picked up a heap, and he sold. They sold. They sold all around the world. Like he traveled a heap, and oh, yeah. uh, he got, uh, we actually traveled a lot when we were younger. So I kind of was experienced with traveling because by the time I was um, 
probably 13, 14, I already been to like Brazil, America, New Zealand, like just been everywhere because he'd go on business oh, yeah. trips and yeah, field yeah. days and we'd just come along with him. him. Yeah. Except, yeah, we went heaps of places, which was cool. Okay. But anyway, that took off and obviously he was quite successful at that. And with that, he was able to, because he, he wanted to actually join um, the Air Force when he was younger. That was his dream to That's be in the Air Force. Yeah, anyway, yeah. he failed his English test though. And they yeah. and he was like, fuck this, I'm not resitting it. I'm not going to join the Air Force and like just full set it up. I'm not going to do it. Really? But he always had a dream to fly. So once the sawmill picked this up, this is so weird. Okay, yeah, that's the same. Do the same thing. Yeah. So once the sawmill picked up, he had the money to buy a helicopter. So he actually built his first helicopter. He built this thing called what? a ro- called a rotaway. So it literally comes in boxes, and it took yeah. him maybe a year or so. He built it from scratch, literally in boxes. Mm-hmm. Built the whole thing out from scratch with a mate of his, and then learned to fly, and then flew that, and then eventually sold that. And now he has a Robertson Forty Four. And just yeah. flies that when he wants. So he wow. didn't join the air force, but he yeah, he flies, seems like fly Australia is like one of those places like it's real like like they do a lot of that like yeah, just there, especially to kind of do what you want. But yeah. yeah, I always thought it was funny because um my whole family like my grandfather, um my dad, and even my brother are very mechanically minded like they mm-hmm. know everything about engine can take it apart, put it back together. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was always a bit of like the dark black sheep that was like <laughs> I just never interested me. I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into it. So it's just kind of it's funny because I always felt like I was kind of not like an outcast, but never like would live up to like their expectations of like being able to build build helicopters or yeah. like service cars or like build motorbikes or whatever. And my brother was always kind of like looked at me because I was successful with racing as he was the dark horse because or like the black oh, sheep yeah. because I was looked at as like because all my family's like oh you're so successful and you're good at this, but. I was kind of jealous that he was so good at mechanical things and he Absolutely. was really jealous of me that I was good at racing. I'm so jealous of boys that they like can yeah. just build like And they're just like how their mind works. And I'm like, even he said to me, he's like, my brother said he wish he didn't love cars because it just cost him so <laughs> much so money. So, yeah, so into it. But I was always like, I wanted to get into it, but I just didn't, like you can't, you can't yeah. pursue something that doesn't interest you. Exactly. So I'm like, this mountain bike interests me. I'm good at it. Yeah. But like, I just don't give a fuck about cars. And like, I like motorbikes, but I don't really... I'm yep. not that fussed about how they work yeah. and like all this, and it was just funny that my whole like well my um like dad's side of the family was also mechanically minded. I was always like the dumb thing that's like yeah cars go fast, motorbike yeah like I didn't have much to put in, and it was just funny how we both had this different like yeah but yeah that that was kind of funny. But yeah, dad's uh dad's done a fair bit. He's been to a heap of countries. I think he filled a heap of passports when he was traveling really? doing field days and stuff. So that's right. Like did he. The, going back to the woodcutting thing. Yeah. Did he, like, paint that? Yeah, yeah. And so that just, like, took off, like... And yeah, he painted so it and just, then just made heaps. And, and like, did he just run that all himself? Or did no, he, like, he went into business with, like, our whole family. So it was, like, partners with my uncle and uh, my grandparents. And uh, then eventually he actually sold out of it. Yeah. And then... Um, oh, he did. He sold out because the family thing... Anyway, family things came up. Anyway, they... So my uncle and my grandparents still own it. All right. But then dad sold out of it and he's just got like he's just invested places like he owns a pub in Tasmania and he's got like this fording depot in Melbourne and just kind of oh, just yeah. does what he wants he's a bit of a bachelor I think goes <laughs> here and there and everywhere but yeah it's pretty cool so it's funny Greg Minard met him here actually I think for 2015 finals and they just hit it off and talked about wine and stuff and, and every time I see Greg he's like how's Rex going how's he going? I'm like fuck what about me Greg Go call him <laughs> yeah yeah but it's funny every time Greg's so nice eh? like yeah, he's yeah Greg's like I don't think he gets enough respect that he has. Like he's, I he's so bit. good. He gets a fair bit. Nah, he does. But like, there's not many like writers out there that like have the time to kind of. Oh yeah, he's just genuine. Like, I think he just understands that like, mm. 
I think he just appreciates what he's, he's been able to do it for exactly. so long and how like he's got a really good job and he understands that. And I guess that comes with a lot of experience, but for sure. I still know other people have been doing this for ages and aren't anywhere near as like courteous and polite and just give you time of day. Exactly. As Greg will. Yeah, like it's like Greg's dick right now. Aren't we? <laughs> I know. <laughs> just no, I know he's he's a bad cool, dog because like, he yeah even like this year he uh like or a couple of years ago he came to. Me like my house and he was there for Fort William really mm. and he had like a barbecue at like my family's house and uh, even this year like he was walking through the pits and he kind of like recognised my sister there <laughs> and my, my mum yeah of course he was, was. <laughs> oh, and he was kind of just like like yo like like how are you yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah just a little bit goes a long way like, yeah that's like I thought that was pretty cool cause, yeah like, no, the amount of guys that just wouldn't like yeah, just the other way. Or they wouldn't remember their name. But yeah. It's like, whatever. Yeah. yeah, we are blowing up Greg, though. Greg, you're an ass. No, he's a good dude. <laughs> and Jason Marsh is also a mad dog. Marsh is he, uh, he looked after me when I was in Morzine as well. And Amy. He's, like, I, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if it's his girlfriend or his <laughs> wife or but better yeah, half. Is he no. married? Uh, this is married. They're going to kill me. I was literally standing, standing at theirs last week. In the truck shed? <laughs> No, in the in the motorhome, like just oh, I just parked just there. Parked no, but that's that's most. I feel like that's a lot of people at World Cup will have has do have the time of day for you. But they're, yeah. yeah, they're really good. They they've looked after me, barbecued, and hang out the dog Morris. Yeah, Maurice. Yeah, Maurice. No, they they're all, they're all good people, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. So good stuff. Anyone else you want to just jump on? I know. What just, are we doing? We're just definitely we're hyping e bikes up. We're hyping Greg yeah, Minar yeah. up, and we're hyping. Jason Marsh up, all good, <laughs> all good people. I think I got a quote though. I got to go eat food. You yeah. got to go eat food. Let's do it. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Episode six with uh, Greg Williamson. Cheers. Dog. We actually got the, the name right this time. Hope you guys enjoyed it. A lot of shit talking as always. We'll catch you next time on the next episode. Have a good one. See ya. Dunzo. <laughs>